machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Motor City in southwestern Ohio. It is episode number 53. I got that right. I got it right this week. I because I put it in the show notes, so definitely remembered. Uh episode number 53 of the Objective a Battlefield podcast. How the fuck is everyone doing out there? I sincerely hope this podcast finds you well. I am, as always, of course, your host, Dubfire33. And joining me. As always, our co-host, your co-host, OSB, also known as the other Evan, only slightly bad. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Good. Good, man. About to get ready to get started on some uh, housework here pretty soon, right? With the new house? Yeah. 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 Some painting. Some Any painters in the chat? So let's uh, let's get into it right off the bat. Well, not, let's not get right into it, right? Let's uh, say a few other things first. If you're new to the podcast, you can catch us live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my channel on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dubfire33. Of course, don't forget to follow your boy, Only Slightly Bad as well, twitch.tv slash only slightly bad. So uh, go there, give us some follows, give us some love there. Uh, if you'd like, that would be cool. Uh, real quick, I want to, I haven't done this in a while. But uh, I don't know. I guess apparently people liked the last episode because I uh, got a few follows uh, here on Twitch in, uh, in the last few days. And uh, there, I'm pretty sure there was a handful I may not have mentioned from a while ago. So real quick, uh, just some thanks for the follows, uh, guys here. Uh, the, <laughs> I like this is this is definitely not a change it. Um, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good play on the name. This Justin86. This, you know, this Justin86. Well played, sir. I, I, I can definitely get behind that for sure. Uh, thanks for the follow, man. Tekton23. I love this one, too. Strip Mall Sushi. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's definitely not a change. That's an excellent username. Uh, Lil Rob Dog. The th- 13-year-old Robbie there. 13-year-old Robbie boy. I'm pretty sure that's what, I assume Rob Dog, that's your, uh, your 13-year-old son. Thanks for the follow there, boy. There you all right, let's go. Solvius with a four months in a row sub. Let's fucking go, dude. Solvius, thank you, my man. And thanks. I'm glad, glad to uh, see you were able to make it by the broadcast tonight, man, for sure. Uh, Wembley TV. And, uh, and yeah, that's the that was the last one I didn't catch. So thank you uh, for the follows there, all you guys. Wembley TV. Little Rob Dog, Strip Mall Sushi, Tekton23, This Justin86. Appreciate you guys. And Junkie Boy, Gifty. That's That was the Gifty from Junkie Boy there, Solvius. That gets you four months in a row. So thank you there. Thank you, Junkie Boy. Appreciate you, man. Uh, you got any 
You got any follows you want to shout out real quick there, Evan? That you haven't made yeah. mention? Yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, Lil Rob Dog also also gave me a follow, as well as Ty the Fire Guy and the Mad Lad Devin with five gifted subs All at right. a point in time. I don't know when it came through. Get fucked, Devin. <laughs> Get absolutely scammed, Devin. But yeah, for sure. The cool man. Absolute fucking king for sure. Um and yeah, and Junk Pub in the in the disc in the chat. And and to everyone who's joined the Discord recently too, holy fuck, man. Like, let's go, man. Join the fucking Discord. The Discord is just it's it's literally growing by the day now. I mean, just like a whole bunch of people joined within a like a three day period. So for um I don't have a list of all of you that have uh joined the Discord yet, but you know who you are. And so uh, very much appreciate you guys uh, joining up in there and uh, and keep an eye on the discord for, uh, you know, like people playing, uh, you know, trying to play. Anyway, we'll get into it. Holy shit. Okay. So, uh, so before we get into uh, some show topics tonight, a uh, few announcements. Um, I know I've said in the past, <laughs> I'll try to remember. I promise I'll try to remember, but I'm a boomer, so I will likely forget but I, I, I promised a handful of times in the past episodes, hey, look, I'll timestamp when the announcements are done if you really don't want to listen to these. And I didn't. So, you know, stay mad. I'm sorry, not sorry. Uh, I'm a boomer. I just forget things, right? So, but I will try in this episode to timestamp when we're done with these announcements. If you're just not even, if you just don't give a fuck to hear about any of this shit and you just want to get to us talking about the game, I will try to remember to timestamp it. In any case, uh, just a just a few here. Uh, shouldn't take too long. Uh, Discord faithful, those of you who are in fact part of, part of the Discord, and if you're not, of course, join the fucking Discord. Check the fucking show notes. The link will be in there. You can click it with your dumb finger, with your mouse, whatever. Uh, so uh, I want to do more of these in the future, uh, but this will be the first uh, community night, if you will. Uh, and what this is will. Uh, what this will sort of be the reason to, to kind of kick off, uh, you know, doing this and hopefully we'll come up with more to do this. You know, uh, we'll, we'll sort of figure out a schedule maybe to kind of have regular sort of community nights. Everyone, you know, just kind of show up, squad up and play. Uh, but this one specifically, and I imagine we'll probably likely do most of them in portal. I don't know, but this one is definitely a portal one. So just uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, December 16th, December 16th uh, is the anniversary, is the date that the Battle of the Bulge began in World War II. Uh, and the, now, the only reason I know this is because at my work, we've got this calendar uh, that we got through, you know, uh, supporting uh, a veteran charity. And it's got all like sort of the most important military dates on it. And when I saw that, I thought, well, holy shit, that's a perfect, that's a perfect reason to have a community night, uh, a community night and get everyone together and play some portal more specifically, we'll play some battle of the bulge in portal, right? On December 16th, somewhat in honor of uh, the beginning of that harrowing uh, battle uh, that, uh, you know, most people are, most of you are, very familiar with so so mark your calendars december 16th and of course that's a thursday of as well uh so we'll we'll do a we'll do a podcast we'll do our sort of normal broadcast and then afterwards we'll uh we'll uh we'll all, uh, sort of join up in the discord and we'll play some battle of the bulge and portal and it should be pretty fun um 
And if for no other reason, that's a reason just for me to fucking play some Portal. I have really rarely, I have not played much Portal actually so far in this game. Um, and I think, yeah, you and you and I kind of talked about that. You've like touched it once or twice, you said, right, dude? I've played three matches. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that, and I think I've I think I've played a total of like maybe three also. So, um, yeah, and I don't. I mean, it's just it. it well, for one, like you, your kind of biggest thing was it's 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 not progressing your play, your player level. Yes. Yeah, so yeah exactly. and, and and that's a perfectly good reason not to really play it either. Uh, other than if you just like need a break or you just, you want to try something different. Yeah, the fact that it's not, and I I wouldn't expect it to advance player level necessarily. It's a, you know, it's not uh, it's not necessarily it's regulated, but you know, it's with the, the fact that you these all these custom servers, you can't. And, and at one point, so at one point, let's. I know we've over we've gone over this before. Let's just rehash it real quick. At one point, when the game first launched, you could in fact gain player experience towards your player level in it, right? Yes. Yeah, they like had it activated in it, but then they quickly realized people are just making farm servers, right? Yeah. And removed it, right? So okay. So anyway, so uh, next thing here. Hey, boys and girls, we got our first negative review. Let's fucking go. <laughs> we fi it finally happened. I'm actually, I'm actually genuinely excited about this. Like, I'm actually genuinely excited that we got a negative review uh, on iTunes. Um, and let me, I'll, because my, it, the sort of way I look at my view of content creation if you're, you must not be doing anything significant at all if people won't even take the time to say something negative about it, right? If you're not, you, so I feel like, I feel somewhat validated that like someone took the time to shit on us, <laughs> to shit on the podcast. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it may, it's, it might sound a little strange, but I don't know. It's just in my estimation, it's like there's all kinds of content out there. And it's just very, eh. you, you kind of see it and you just, and then you forget about it. And if it's forgettable, then no one's even going to comment on it, whether it's good or bad, right? It's just there. So at least now I know we're not just there. We're not, we're not just this shit podcast floating in the universe of other podcasts. I mean, we're still definitely a shit podcast. There's no question about that. Oh yeah. But obviously. I mean, but we must be doing something right to give to to elicit you know someone to to have a negative reaction to our podcast um and and a whole bunch more ratings too i noticed when i went to i checked charitables um i check it every once in a while just to kind of see what's going on with our rankings to see if we're number four in sweden again by any chance that has not happened again unfortunately come on <laughs> we, dice come <laughs> me i know come on dice you know you love us i mean what do you what other battlefield podcast are you listening to well i know there's a couple out there but well that's maybe for another episode to, to mention those ones but in any case um definitely uh noticed a whole bunch more ratings too so and because I, I know i mentioned in a previous podcast just recently and i hadn't in a long time um asked you guys to leave us um some ratings uh you know some ratings on itunes so i appreciate that so so more people definitely did um and they were all five stars too which is pretty cool so so this particular uh, review uh, is titled, Yikes, 
from nickname ox nickname ox i don't know i guess uh it's a huge change for sure um and and his review reads and in the and the crazy thing is about this too though is he 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 left it two stars it's like so okay <laughs> So you didn't hate well, us obviously that much. it wasn't that bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. You didn't hate us that much if you just if you left it if left two stars. You you could have done one. But in any case, I mean it's 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 not particularly seething either. But uh so yikes is the title of this review, and he says, Guys have a pod on Battlefield, but have no idea about half the information about the game. But here's 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 the best part. Sounds like drop shot. But even worse, if that's possible. Let's fucking go. Okay. See, right there. See, you screwed up royally right there, dude. That review is a total W for us. You mentioned us in the same breath as the drop shot, right? The hottest podcast in gaming. Everyone knows this, right? This is, I mean, this is, everyone knows they're the hottest podcast in gaming. So this is automatically a W now because you mentioned, you mentioned our podcast with the drop shot boys, right? So there, so, you know, I don't know what you wanted, but it turns into a total W for us, right? Because thanks for the analytics, you dumb bitch, right? To steal to steal a phrase for sure. Yes. <laughs> so in any case, um, so but no, I I was actually genuinely surprised or excited, to, surprised and excited when I saw it. It was actually pretty great. So uh, so yeah. So that being said, uh, leave us a review on iTunes, and I'll read it. I don't care. You leave us a negative review. I. Just the analytics helps. And if you do, uh, if you could, if you, if you do download and listen to us through iTunes, um, it would be great if you could rate us. Uh, and if you rated us five stars, that'd be cool. If you didn't, that's fine too. Um, so yeah, I know there's other, what podcast app do you use? Google podcast. You use Google podcast. You can, can you leave ratings in that? I don't think so. You can't, I know you can in Spotify and I know no. like you can in, okay, you can't. I know you can in Stitcher as well, so, uh, but I, like it seems like the only one, you know, the, the platform that seems to really matter in terms of uh, getting expo exposure is is iTunes. So if you if you download and listen to us on iTunes, uh, rate us five stars uh, and leave a review. Uh, I mean, I say rate us five stars because I feel like that's just what automatically everyone says. Rate us five stars on iTunes, right? It's like if you, I don't give a fuck if you rate us one star, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, analytics or analytics these days and everything kind of helps get you kind of get you the exposure so um so thank you this justin this justin 86 uh in the chat thanks for uh, stopping by man i appreciate it this was my criticism at first too the drop shot is great but i want uh, you guys to find your own lane the most recent pod was really good keep that shit up appreciate you uh, appreciate that Justin, this Justin86. I love your username, by the way. That's such a cool, that's just such a cool play on the name, dude. <laughs> this just this Justin. So anyway. Oh, that took me entirely too you long. To just got it. Holy he, he got shit. it, folks. He got it. Oh he, man, we my got him smooth there. brain. We got Holy him there. shit. <laughs> <sighs> it only took me about 20 times saying it, but we got him there, folks. We got him there. Evan's with us. Evan's on the same page now, everyone. We can continue. <laughs> All right, so one more quick announcement. Um, yeah, so we were just talking about this before we went, before we started recording here. It, it, 
we we have to we may have to bounce around the idea of switching these broadcasts to Friday nights. Um, if I mean it, it, it seems like if they keep up this schedule of releasing these updates on on Thursdays, uh, we both work full time. Evan and I are, are both we're we're, empl- we're we're employed. We're not unemployed full time content creating rats like a couple other podcast hosts we both know and love. Um, so like when, when they, when they dropped a massive patch like this, you haven't fired up the game at all, right? Oh God. Right. And neither have I. And I really need to get into my Streamlabs, uh, dashboard and turn down the volume for that notification. (laughs) And, uh, but this just in. A tier one sub from this just in 86. Let's fucking go. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news with Mort Krim. Uh, this just in. Thank you for the sub, brother. I appreciate you, man, for sure. Uh, appreciate that, man. Um, before I do, we'll edit all this out. But I am. At, I have to go into my fucking... That's way too loud. I, I messed with this volume a little while ago because I had uh, disabled it at one point. I disabled it for the crash episode because I didn't want while we were interviewing Crash, you know what I mean? I didn't want that yeah. alert going off. Um, and now it's just entirely too loud. And we'll, of course, we'll edit all this out. Um, speaking of which, to uh, uh, one of my newest, one of my newest favorite uh, razisms, <laughs> so to speak, and I'm just talking about this to kill time while I'm trying to, while I'm working on this. He, he's been saying that a lot lately, right? We'll edit all this out and we'll edit all this out. Literally never edits any of it out. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Literally never edits any of it out. It's kind of funny. Or at least as far as we know, anyways. I mean, maybe he does, but... All right, volume. Yeah, uh, let's take that from 42 down to about 22. <laughs> Actually, how about about 18, just to be sure. Yeah, there we go. Okay. But I appreciate the subs, guys, very much. That was just... Uh, that was probably... Sorry, podcast listeners, but stay mad. And, and that was probably definitely a little too loud. Um, okay. Yeah. So we'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll, like I said, it'll get battered around because I mean, like I said, if we can't even play, neither of us have even played this update yet. We've read a lot about it, read plenty about it, but haven't even played it yet. So, uh, that's a little bit of an issue if, you know, if you haven't even played it yet. So, alrighty. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, a few things to talk about tonight. Originally, as of you know, last night around, you know, I don't, around midnight or whatever, after I get done working on these show notes, I'm thinking, okay, we've got, you know, we're going to, this is going to be a long episode just because we've got a ton of patch notes to talk about. Well, a whole, a whole lot of other shit took place today uh, at DICE, for instance, uh, uh, to be exact. Uh, huge, huge shakeup at DICE uh, just today. Uh, today being uh, December 2nd, 2021. Um, so let's get into it. So huge, uh, shakeup in upper management to be exact. And, uh, Oscar Gabrielson stepping down as the, uh, from his position at dice to move on to, uh, other endeavors and respawns Vince Zampella taking on a bigger role as the new overall boss of the battlefield battlefield franchise so let's just um i'll just go through this article i'll i'll read through this article real quick because it basically lays out everything 
and then we'll uh, we'll kind of talk about what we, we what we think about it and how it's going to kind of affect things. Um, additionally, okay, so I didn't read the very first part, but additionally, Dice GM Oscar Gabrielson leaving the company to pursue a new endeavor outside of EA. The shakeup also includes Respawn's Vince Zampella taking on a bigger role as the new overall boss of the Battlefield franchise, while Halo designer Marcus Lado is building a new development team in Seattle focused on injecting more storytelling into the Battlefield universe. Ripple Effect, formerly Dice LA, the developer of Battlefield 2042's Portal Mode, is developing a new Battlefield experience in the Battlefield 2042 universe. So that right there is super interesting. Um, I am going to pat myself on the back a little bit. I had been saying... For months leading up to the game that there was going to be some kind of focus on story stuff wasn't i i was saying that a lot yeah if you remember and so it was i i i mean oscar gabrielson stepping down isn't just like this isn't out of the blue obviously this is probably something that he knew about and probably a handful of other people in dice knew was going to happen i take i'm sure he was there i'm sure he was there helping you know, right up until launch and everything, right? So, um, yeah, so we got, you know, this is news, but it's not particularly shocking either. Um, what's this first part? Should I mention this for the future set? No, okay, it's, yeah, they're just talking about with the, the different stuff. So this is super interesting. New Battlefield experience in the Battlefield. So, okay, so... A new battlefield experience in the in the Battlefield 2042 universe. I'm I'm hoping what that all that means is what I was talking about. The story stuff. Weekly mission, weekly kind of like quest style story stuff. Because they don't need a new experience. We've got three fucking experiences in the game already. And it's part of the reason why the game is kind of such a shit show. Between all of Warfare Hazard Zone and, and Portal, right? So um I assume that's what they're talking about is simply the the story stuff. In the immediate future, e Electronic Arts told GameSpot that DICE, and oh yeah, I should probably give GameSpot credit for this nice, uh, long, thought-out article, so thank you, GameSpot. I'll just a little uh, uh, shout-out there, reference, that's what we're using, source, right? Source, That was that's the word I was trying to find. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, GameSpot that DICE, Ripple Effect, and Lado's new Seattle studio will work together to expand upon and improve Battlefield 2042. The other Battlefield games and experiences in the works are meant to serve as extensions to a degree of the new Battlefield universe that EA is trying to create. There are no specifics available available about the new games and EA experiences that EA intends to create or when they will, will release as of yet. Okay, so there you go. So, a Battle Royale. That's, oh, yeah. This is what this means, yeah. right? I've been saying that for months. It's going to yeah. be... When, whatever time period Warzone came out when it did, it will be in that same time period. Either next year or the following year. 100%. Uh, Junk Pop is saying Marcus Lado is an absolute king. If you like anything about the original Halo trilogy, the original Halo trilogy design and story, it's all him. Yeah, which is what we... Um, and Joseph Staten, he mentions. Yeah, we'll, which we'll definitely get into for sure. Yeah, he's... um. I've seen a lot, I saw a lot of, we'll get into it, uh, saw a lot of positives about Vince Zampella and Marcus Lato um, on social media. So, uh, as for Lato, the man who designed Master Chief and played a major role in making Halo, 
what is what it is today. He is heading up a new unnamed studio in the Seattle area. It will collaborate with Dice and Ripple Effect with the aim of expanding the narrative, storytelling, and character development opportunities in the Battlefield series. No word yet on what this means. BR. It means BR. It means they're gonna yeah. And they'll yeah. and likely they'll probably they'll probably fuse it into Hazard Zone, right? Likely, I likely they'll sort of fuse it into Hazard Zone, or they'll pull Hazard Zone sort of out of the Battlefield 2042 experience, and it'll sort of become it'll get sort of uh, melded into the, this free to play uh, BR. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Desi D92, appreciate the uh, updated Discord link there. I have not updated that discord link uh, uh through the stream elements i appreciate that desi thanks man uh byron bead the longtime call of duty veteran who uh got hired by dice what it was about six seven months ago so like about yeah right yeah so about six months ago or so who byron bead uh got hired into dice to, to help with uh battlefield 2042 who ea hired earlier this year to grow battlefield shares as the shepherd of its long-term strategy and business decisions, said Lado and his team in Seattle will expand 2042's narrative across a, variety of, uh, across a variety of experiences. These will lay the foundation for storytelling opportunities, BTs, whatever Lado's team creates. It will show up in later seasons. Okay. Uh, while he and his team in the Seattle are, are just getting started on building the battlefield world of tomorrow, the work will shape the later seasons for 2042 and beyond. The new studio... Uh, yeah, so they're really kind of like they're repeating themselves here. We, we get it. They're they're working on new battlefield experiences. Um, yeah, and podcast listeners, uh, yeah, I apologize for sounding a little less than prepared for this uh, particular piece of uh, news that I just didn't have time. Did I was it, it was so it was so frustrating at work today. It's like I'm trying to concentrate on work, but I see we you know. I'm sure it was same thing, kind of same thing for you. It's like we see yeah. all this shit going on, and I'm trying to like kind of make heads and tails of all of it, and I didn't really have time to sort of like get through this article and sort of pick out the parts. So, but we'll do it. We're doing it live. It's fine. You'll you know figure it the fuck out, right? Uh, and another big move, Battlefield 2042 Portal developer Ripple Effect will continue to support Portal Portal while it works on a uh, while it works on a new experience in 2042 universe. Ripple Effect boss Christian Grass told GameSpot he's unable to comment on what Ripple Effect is developing outside of Portal. Okay, this Battle is Royale. all... Yeah, I mean, this is all, like, so much fucking, like... Yeah. They couldn't have laid it out any more heavy-handed. I know, or... I mean, but it's, yeah, it's like you're just talking out of the side, one side of your mouth, both sides of your mouth, and, and one of the sides of the, your mouth is just saying Battle Royale. Come on, we know what's going on. We know what's happening here. Uh, Zampella's new position, existing managerial responsibility. Okay, so Zampella. Zampella's new position, this is the guy, and we'll get into a little bit more on him in a minute. Um, I don't know where, I, I'll have to, I found a good little um, kind of bio on him. It's pretty interesting. He, this is definitely a positive. Uh, Zampella's new position is on top of his existing managerial responsibilities at Respawn. Respawn does Apex Legends, right? Yeah. Which includes overseeing the ongoing efforts for live service title Apex Legends and the studio's other unannounced projects, one of which is rumored to be a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, EA Chief, Chief Admiral Laura Mail, uh, Laura Mail sung Zampella's praises, of course, saying he's the right person to lead the Battlefield franchise. 
Yeah, a lot of people uh, felt really positive about this guy too. Uh, building off his past success with Call of Duty, Medal of Honor, and Apex Legends. Yeah, as it turns out, this this dude's one of the OG Infinity Ward guys. Mm-hmm. He's an OG Infinity Ward guy, which is super... That's a super positive for me. I mean, you know, uh, the original Call of Duty games, Modern Combat, Modern Co- or Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2... That was all him, and that was all that. Or that was when, that was before Infinity Ward went completely off, over, you know, off the cliff and turned into a completely shit studio. It's, that was when that was Infinity Ward's, you know, absolute golden days. So that's that's this is a huge, this is a very positive thing. Uh, together with Bead, uh, wait, okay, yeah, and there's a whole paragraph about he creates culture defining entertainment that resonates beyond games. Dead it, okay, good. Yeah, I mean that's all good. This is all very. This is all very uh, positive stuff that they're saying about uh, Vince Zampella here. Together with Bede, uh, Mele- Melee believes the right team in place to help Battlefield franchise grow and thrive. Melee wants to wants, went on to say that EA now has people with strong operational experience running its studios across North America and Europe. Well, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, you need to get some of that strong operational experience down to some of the lower levels here guys because this <laughs> this game's this game's in a bit of state right now we'll get into it uh Zampella wouldn't comment on specifics as it relates to the new type of battlefield games that ea might develop in the future or the cadence for when they might be released however he teased that battlefield's universe is rich with opportunity both from a storytelling perspective and as a universe where our teams can create innovative gameplay experience truly experiences truly anything is possible this is of course true um sorry i lost my spot here <laughs> uh, i lost my spot as soon as you started yeah to be i know honest. well yeah. it's so much text i'm such yeah, a smooth brain it's definitely a wall of text for sure and i'm kind of trying to pick out like they're just it's a it's a very well thought out article. I mean, uh, Gamespot did a great job with this. Um, actually, who's 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 credited with authoring this here piece of uh, media? Uh, Chris Pereira and Eddie Mekic, Mekic, Mekic. So there's a sure. yeah, there's some credit to the sources right there, guys. Yeah, it's a it's long, definitely a long article. Um, all right, oh no, we're almost done here. This is uh, this is a new article right here. So in it, yeah, so although Battlefield 2042 might not have enjoyed the strongest start. <laughs> well, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, no. Hasn't exactly enjoyed the strongest start. Uh, as it relates to player reception, uh, Melee, the uh, co-CEO, tells GameSpot that Battlefield 2042 is trending in the right direction already since launch. Well, <sighs> Okay, we'll get into it. <laughs> she said players are responding. Okay, I'm not reading the rest of this. <laughs> players are responding positively to the changes DICE has made so far. Well, okay, we'll we'll see. Not exactly. Not exactly. There's one change that um, some people aren't exactly <laughs> responding positively to. We'll get into that for sure, too. Uh, what this all means for Electronic Arts, DICE, and Battlefield remains to be seen. While the publisher is... Positioning the news as an exciting future for Battlefield. There's no way to know at this stage just what the outcome will look like. Will we get annualized Battlefield releases? A free-to-play Battle Royale game? Yes. (laughs) Excuse me. 
Absolutely. Will Dice have the opportunity to work on non-Battlefield games? The announcement raises. Okay, so... Yeah, I think what you I think something you'll probably see a lot. I think something you'll see talked about a lot in the next week or so. Because they kind of they kind of alluded to it in this last paragraph here. Uh will we see will we get annualized battlefield releases? AKA will we get uh, a new battlefield game every year a la Call of Duty, right? The 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 way the way it looks like Activision has got this whole thing positioned for Call of Duty is Modern Warfare, um, Modern Warfare, not Cold War, Black Ops, Modern Warfare, Black Ops, World War Two game, Modern Warfare, Black Ops, World War Two game. Right? They, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm. 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 I'm being somewhat clairvoyant. Obviously, I don't know if that's how they're going to work it out, but that certainly seems to be a schedule that looks like it's going to hold because the next COD, the next COD game is going to be Infinity Wards, you know, a sequel to Modern Warfare 2019, right? And then subsequently there'll be another Black Ops game, and then subsequently they may do another World. War. I don't know. Um, I mean, this is already this is this has already kind of been the schedule from Activision, anyways. For the past, I know, right? You know, um, although they're the before modern. What was the um, Modern Warfare Three? Was the last Modern Warfare game game yeah. before 2019, right? Yeah. Then they went and did all of that future shit before Sledgehammer had. Yeah, World they War did future, in, Infinite Warfare, uh, Advanced Warfare, Ghosts. Uh, Black Ops 4 right yeah but yeah right so it was so they but there was still a new COD game every year regardless there was there was always something right so but now they look like they're kind of on this schedule so that's kind of what they're alluding to I don't think that's going to happen with Battlefield I don't think that's what they're doing here I don't I don't no, I, I don't either no it, it, it does it doesn't make sense for Battlefield Um, I think they're this is going to go I think this is going to go very much the way I've predicted it to go they're going to update this client. They're going to update this this base game with lots of story stuff, lots of updates, lots of progression um into you know different uh different vehicles, different I I tell you one thing about the the game that we do have right now. It I I get the feeling it lends itself to being updated without having to be changed too drastically right yeah the, the it, it, it everything is it, everything's in there to just sort of like when you when you're gonna play i don't know i mean i'm getting way ahead of myself and i'm thinking like way off in the future because i've like i for one have predicted we're gonna see titans right we're gonna kind of see a progression into more battlefield 2142 type stuff more futuristic type weapons we're walkers and the titans and grav tanks and stuff like that you know what i mean uh that's that was that was kind of what I that's the prediction that I had have made um and I I don't know this is all like so much news and maybe that's the what they're going to do maybe they're going to go a completely different direction for all I know I don't know but one thing's for sure there's going to be a free to play battle royale there's no question about that that's the way everyone knows that's the way you you, you get people to spend the their heart their hard earned dollars on your video game these days no one no one, no publisher cares that you sold. Uh, you could sell a million copies at six at sixty 
dollars a pop and you made $60 million. Great. Well, that $60 million was one time. It's that was one time. And now people aren't buying. And now we're discounting the game because now the game's six months old. So now we're not making that. And now, and we're not moving copies of this game anymore. You need to figure well, out. What? Unless if you're a rock star with GTA well, 5 unless for you're right 12 up. years, <laughs> yeah, unless $70. Unless you're Grand Theft Auto 5. This is, of course, true. Yeah, what a, that's an absolute machine. Holy fuck. Rockstar games are fucking, gosh damn, those motherfuckers are rich beyond belief, right? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But uh, what an exception to the rule that yeah. game is, right? Yeah, it's incredible. Um, although they never got my money. I never bought the game, actually. <laughs> Always I've of- got that fucking game like six times. I'd lose a <laughs> copy and I'd go to GameStop and be like, oh, I'm going to just get this used copy. And then I'd lose it or I'd give it to a friend and never <laughs> get it back. Now I've just got it digitally on like three platforms because fuck buying it again. That's Holy funny. shit. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of did the same thing with Battlefield 4. I ended up having to purchase Battlefield 4 like I think three different times or whatever, actually, as it kind of changed platforms and stuff. So anyway, yeah. So, but that's the, everyone knows that's the model now, you know, for, for this type of game. Anyways, if you're going to do a live service game, this is what you do. Um, obviously that's not the case for every video game. Obviously Jedi Fallen Order. It's a, it's a single player experience and it's a really good one, but game, those games are so much easier to develop too. It's a single player experience. So it's easy to make a finished product out of that. I was because this is this has been the conversation all day, right? In the Discord and and sort of just in in social media, people molding about this game and people mold, you know, and the discussion of video games and and how they're developed and where they're made. These types of games are so much harder to develop. Your these multiplayer games, across cross platform, being played all over the world, and the kind of resource resources it takes to make games like this work, is a completely different beast than developing God of War, right? It's a yeah. completely different beast than even GTA 5. GTA 5 did introduce multiplayer elements, but they were like way after the fact. I mean, GTA 5 was basically just an incredibly popular, you know, first you know, or a single, you know, single player experience game. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so there you go. So there's so there's the big news um, about um, at Dice about all the about all the where the, wait someone else got. Um, Someone else got installed at Dice as well. Um, it was a, a woman got installed. Uh, yeah, it's below this quote here. Uh, Rebecca Cutez. That's her. Yeah. She's a former studio director at Ubisoft, whatever fucking city that is. <laughs> Wait, the Ubisoft the... part kind of scares me, to be honest. Now, where, I don't know. Where, where are you, Go ahead. Where are you seeing this at? So below... The paragraph about uh, not everyone's staying on board. Uh, Gabrielson, Dice's current manager, is leaving, blah, blah, blah. There's a quote in bold that's bigger. And then there's a paragraph below oh, that oh, yeah, yeah, near yeah. the end. Okay, yeah. So if she's coming from Ubisoft. So Ubisoft has had the same game for about 10 years now. Minus a handful. All the Far Cries have been the same game. All of the Assassin's Creed have been the same game. Ghost Recon's been a little different. And Rainbow Six has been a little different. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of it. So, 
that scares me a little bit. Now, I don't know how much of that is up to studio directors or how much of that right. is Ubisoft as a corporation, but time will tell. I mean, with a lot of this shit, time will fucking tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes. I knew I caught this earlier and I, and I'm, I got caught off guard because they didn't mention it in the first paragraph. You think it would have been... Yeah, Re- Rebecca Rebecca Kutaz... Kotez, um, former studio director of stuff, she's taking over uh, as GM of Dice for Gabrielson. So that's who's replacing Oscar Gabrielson. Uh, yeah, Ubisoft, Annecy, um, and S. Oh my God, so many. I feel like I I feel like I'm fucking smooth right now because I'm generally pretty good at, pr- at pronunciations and stuff like this, but I'm just completely butchering these. I'm I'm sure. Um, so anyway, so so. She's who's taking over for Oscar Oscar Gabrielson. Uh, I yeah, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I was a huge fan of, um, and they they published it. I can't remember who developed um, the the division. I don't remember. I can't remember the name of the studio that developed it, but Ubisoft published it, and the division was pretty great. I it, it's it was another game that started off pretty pretty rough, but uh, as it got worked on, it got really good. Um, the Division 2 so, was a bit of a letdown, but I liked the first Ubisoft, one a lot. Ubisoft Annecy did do The Division 2. Aha, uh-huh. okay. Um, as well yeah. as the Splinter Cell games. Right, yeah. Some so. some of the Assassin's Creed. And Writer's Republic, which actually came out pretty recently. That looks interesting. Yeah, I've heard a lot of... Um, I've heard a lot of uh, excitement about that game. So I like this too. So with they, like I said, I think they clearly, a lot of people knew this was in the pipeline. You don't get someone, you don't get people the likes of this Vince Zampella guy, the the Lado guy, the Halo guy. You don't just, you know, that doesn't just happen out of the blue, obviously. This is kind of all in the works. And uh, this Rebecca person sounds like she's a perfectly capable replacement for oscar gabrielson i mean these are yeah those are all games if she oversaw all the games that you just mentioned i this is all a big w this is all a w really for dice um but we'll see we'll see where it le- what it leads to in the end of course obviously so all right so there's there's the big news about the shakeup at dice um next thing we got here well not a particularly positive thing um but and in, in you were talking about, and you mentioned this. You mentioned about this article. The thing about this is, and the the headline on this article from uh, our friendly neighborhood Forbes contributor Paul Tassie, um, Battlefield twenty forty two has lost seventy percent of its players in two weeks on Steam. Now that is just on Steam, and like you, yeah, you you had said had some thoughts about this uh, that you mentioned to me. What were what were the thoughts that you had about this? Well, it's it's not a complete picture. Yes, Steam no. is very large, but that doesn't include the consoles at all, which is arguably way bigger than Steam could ever dream to be. There's way more consoles out there, whether it be last gen or current gen, because they're cheap, they're easy to set up, and your dads and your high school kids or whatever can set one up plug it in and throw a game disc in or download it and then they're done um and it doesn't include people who bought through ea i buy all of my ea games through ea right because i have game pass which gives me a discount on on all that stuff so 
it's a good picture, I guess, but it's not it's not a complete picture. I would be more interested in seeing the console numbers versus anything on PC because it's a very small cut of the market. As it's, much as we like to talk about PC gaming, it's a small cut of the market. <laughs> exactly. It it is. It's it is a very uh small cut of the market for sure. Um it yeah, I and I remember thinking to myself though, I kind of had wished I had purchased the game on Steam. I remember saying because Origin, I can I is working a little bit better than it had in the past, but I'm still not crazy about Origin as as a launch platform either. So, but it is. It's a super it's such a small portion of it. This game you're right. Like I said, this game has been distributed through Steam, through EA Play, through Origin, and then through your game stores on Microsoft or, or, or PlayStation. Right. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, but it is a, it is uh, nonetheless a little disconcerting. However, it does, he does like put in here, it still is at least outperforming battlefield (laughs) five at its like, at its like peak. Um, but that is to say like, that's, that's not compared to like battlefield five when battlefield five released. It's, it's actually only outpacing. So there's there's still people playing Battlefield Five, and it's only outpacing it. But you know that was, I'm not that surprised. I heard a lot of people. A lot of people got very frustrated with this game, and I heard of a lot of. I've heard of a lot of people refunding it. I've heard of a lot of people just you know, shelving it. You know, not refunding it, but shelving the game. So of course that's going to affect yeah. the numbers because they're just not firing it up. Of course, because uh, Noped did uh, our boy Noped. Uh, our, you know, our, our, our beautiful patron five-star general. He said, didn't he say in the Discord, he, he's like, he had to take a week off. He's like, he's like, it was just yeah. too much. It's like, this game is such a mess. I got to take a week off. So there you go. You know, it, but um, it, take it with a grain of salt because it's it's just on Steam. So, um, okay. So let's move on to one one quick thing here. One other quick thing before we get down to the patch. Um, and I could have included this in the patch notes because technically it's sort of a, as part of a con- a content update uh, that they included with the patch, but I kind of wanted to just focus on it real quick because it's it's caught a lot of people's attention, uh, and it was <laughs> it's with everything going on. It's kind of funny. It seemed like it. I'm surprised like a hashtag for this didn't trend on Twitter somehow. <laughs> uh, but I'm of course talking about Santa Boris. <laughs> so. Along with the along with the content update uh, that they included with this patch, they included some content. We'll get into it. Um, one of the things they included was a skin of uh, Boris dressed like Santa Claus, basically white, kind of longish beard, sort of big, you know, long red uh, Santa-looking robe, um, and yeah, it. Um, it's it, it's insane it it's pretty cringe it's kind of it's it's cringe it's and it's, it's cringe for a few reasons um i one of which i think is pretty obvious i just but before i get into it i kind of here's the thing i want a little perspective a little perspective with dub okay the thing one thing you kind of have to understand dice is a swedish studio right I mean, they're not full. Everyone that works there is Swedish, obviously, but you know, it, the founders of of were, were all Swedish. It was all it was it was founded by a bunch of Swedish people in Sweden, right? Boris, yeah, Boris Claus. That's probably a little uh, 
That's probably a better moniker. Rob Dog for sure. Boris Claus. Uh, you know, it, in here, the thing you got to kind of understand and why I could see why they would do this, a couple reasons. Obviously, it's it's the holiday seasons. It's it's Christmas time. When you can when you can insert content, you, you insert content for the the seasons. Right, it happens, and it's Christmas. Now, especially at Dice, Scandinavian Nordic kind of like culture, Christmas is like it's very they're very it's it's they're sort of steeped in the the mythology. The I've I did a little bit of research. The oldest. Sort of, so they they're pretty sure the the original, sort uh, or, or or the origination of of the whole myth. Spoiler alert: Santa Claus isn't real. No, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> F's in the chat for Santa Claus. F's in the chat for Evan. So, but they they figure they they figure that the 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 actual origins of it are um like some like way long ago in Turkey. But then there's also some very, the older uh, references to the, the the you know the whole Santa Claus mythology in um, Holland, so so that part of that, that that old world area of Europe they're super ensconced so it makes it makes perfect sense to me that they're gonna do this because it's something you just do that's it's just kind of part of we're gonna insert this in here this is we're gonna make this is it's a Christmas thing and it's seasonal right. Holy fucking shit, Dice. Like, maybe you could have ran this, you know, maybe you probably should have run this, like, say, maybe by some people at Ripple Effects, you know, formerly Dice LA, and they probably may have advised you to not fucking do this, because maybe you've been paying, maybe you haven't been paying attention, guys, but there's some pretty pissed off people out here about this video game, and you go in, and I get it, look, you're you're clearly... You're clearly committed to to getting these updates done and getting things patched and getting things fixed up. This update is huge, but man, I don't know. The timing, I get it. You wanted to get some kind of Christmas theme thing in here, but I don't know. I don't think this was a good time for it. I think it was just, I think it's pretty bad timing. A little, a little too, that's to me is what, about it is what is most cringy about it. It's just, I mean, read the room, guys. Things are going yeah. out, <laughs> you know. You're, you're, Although I kind of remember them doing something similar with Battlefield Five, like right after it launched, and that game wasn't in a good state either. Yeah, so well, I'm sure they just had this shit in the pipeline. They're like, "All right, well, the Christmas update's going out. Just right. push it the fuck through." Yeah, yeah. Track record, right? Dice's track record. So yeah, I'd rather get it yeah. now than in the middle of July when like they get around to fixing everything or whatever. Because then it's just what? like random, like oh cool Christmas in July. I oh, guess. Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, sure. That's uh, yeah, that's understandable. So anyway, but that was I just thought that was hilarious. But I don't know. I just yeah, it's like yeah, it, the timing of it just seems so poor. We don't need seasonal content right now, Dice. We don't need seasonal content from you guys. Nothing. You, you want it? You want holiday cheer? Get this game to a state that's way better than it is now <laughs> by Christmas time, and and then and then throw this guy in like say maybe the week of Christmas. You know what I mean? You know, Faces Square in the chat, friend of the pod. What's up, dude? Christmas in July equal cringe. No one even says that anymore. I don't even think stores do those sales anymore. 
Do you ever hear any local stores doing Christmas in July sales anymore? I feel like that kind of I think that's like a dead meme. <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't heard an ad in six years, so well, this no. is of course true. No, 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 bi- no bi- relax, bitch. <laughs> I wasn't giving you like a hard time about saying that. I you know I know he did just say it. I was just thinking in more of a general terms. Relax, face man. Drink some drink some more wine. It'll be fine, dude. Uh, okay, so let's get into let's get into let's get into the uh, these these this these meat and potatoes here of uh for this episode because we've this was a huge update. This was first of all we had we talked about it last pod. We were we were expecting this thing might drop next week. The, yeah, the, the, I wasn't uh, expecting it this week. No, we were not expecting it, and then just boom, fucking Adam, you know, fucking H bomb. Update number three, and this, this is a fucking bomb of this is a this is a fucking um the the Enola Gay flew over <laughs> fucking battlefield and dropped fucking uh what is it little boy I can't remember I can't re- Fat Man and Little Boy Fat I don't Man remember which boy. one was yeah. an Enola Gay um so and yeah and just absolutely dropped a fucking yeah thermonuclear update on us because this was a fucking thick update absolutely thick um. But just to, before we get started, I just want to address some things that uh, were talked about in the Discord. Um, and just to sort of read in case I haven't sort of, you know, uh, talked about this in a while. Um, and and uh, so in the feedback section, uh, the fifth, uh, Discord Faithful, and of course Faithful Listener Hodag had some feedback for us, which I very much appreciated. Uh, it was great feedback. Um because I, it's great to it's great to get perspectives on on the kind of stuff we're talking about. Um, but and so I, the the reason I want to address it is because if you felt the same, if you're in the Discord and you read it, and maybe you feel the same way as Hodag, um, like it, it, or maybe you're listening and you're not part of the Discord and you're just, you know you thought, well, I don't know, it's, you just maybe you didn't agree with the way we handled that list, which is what Hodag uh, took umbrage with how we had somewhat, um, we were somewhat dismissive of some pretty big things. Two reasons for that. First reason, really, first and foremost, it was the nearing the end of the episode that Sunday, and we were both really fucking tired, and that was a long list. (laughs) So we really kind of just, we really just kind of skimmed it and really just kind of wanted to give a quick, which is why it seemed like we may have been uh, slightly dismissive of it. but but we but we were but the things we said we didn't care about we you know we meant it um but don't take that as like please don't take that as like thinking we're just we're not we're gonna let dice off the hook because we won't i said i'm giving this game six months and i stand by it if if in six months this game is still really the kind of shit show that it is now hard to hard to imagine it could be (laughs) i mean Especially the pace at which they're they're working to fix things, it's, they're clearly making it. They're making it pretty clear they're committed to fixing the thing. Um, so, but yeah, I'm just not a flamethrower type. That's just not my style. I'm not an angry type. I'm not really a complainer. Um, it's so. But don't let that. Don't let that. Don't let. You know, let that give you the impression that we're gonna. We're gonna fucking you know, let Dice's balls rest on our fucking chin, right? This That's not going to happen. <laughs> now that you, you're glad you have that visual now, right? Uh, that's that's not what's going to happen here at all. It, but it, it, 
it won't sound as angry as Ender's. It won't sound, you know, maybe as critical as a couple other uh, podcast hosts we both know and love. Uh, you know what I mean? But trust me, we'll we'll point out the flaws. We'll and and we'll give you our opinions on it. Again, my our opinions might not be as um, uh, you know, may not sound as controversial. I don't know, or just you know, as critical. But we'll we'll be critical of the game when it when it uh, when it warrants it for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know. I feel like I was, like I said, I feel like I was fairly critical. I mean, I said it a couple, I said it two different times and I'll still say it. We're fucking play testing this game and it's kind of bullshit. We're definitely play testing this game. Look at this up, dude. We, okay. I cut, I edited down what we're going to talk about in this patch notes. Probably, I probably cut out half of what the fucking patch notes actually are. And half of what I cut out, I cut it out. Because it's really that it was very developer speaky, which is they do way too much in these patch notes. Which I hope that it's something they're going to fix. This is this, that I've, I'm going to let's just start right there. I have a huge issue with the way they write these patch patch notes. Now they're writing them pretty fast because they're these fat these updates are coming in uh, fast and hard. So these patch notes, I get it. These patch notes now aren't they're 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 not particularly descriptive, which. We both know we've heard that before, right? From another <laughs> studio, uh, and that's a bit disconcerting for sure. Um, but I cut out stuff that, and it's in, and I was getting angry reading this patch note, reading these patch notes because it is all fucking shit that absolutely should have been done before they released this game. So much shit that absolutely should have fucking been done before they released this game. So much stuff. It's, it's, it's a lot of it in it, it. And I was just like, I was sitting there really kind of getting pretty angry reading it and just, you know, thinking like, holy, this is fucking ridiculous. So, but without, let's, let's, let's uh, stop talking about it and let's get down to business here because it's, uh, well, no, it's not that late. We're actually doing okay. So, uh, I need to grab another beer. So update. Update number three, update update zero point three zero fixes changes fixes changes and improvements uh, in the in the general uh, section to start off here. Uh, why don't you kick us off there, Evan, real quick and uh, read a few yeah. of those. Give us some thoughts. I'll be right back. I'm just gonna grab a beer. Yeah. So first one is the recent player screen now includes everyone from previous matches to allow for easier. Easier user reporting. I guess that's a good change. I've never looked at the recent players thing, so I guess that's kind of on me for not paying attention to that. I don't know how much reporting is actually going on. I again, I like I look at game chat. It's usually some smack talk going on, which I find funny. I like people well, talking shit in the in-game chat. Yeah, well, yeah, we were just talking about that last night. If if anything, if anything, one thing the Battlefield community has not missed a beat on is the fucking in-game chat. No. <laughs> it is, Even it if is. they're not talking shit to the other team, just talking shit to each other. I know, which is it, the best. It's, the, it's yeah, there isn't even an all chat. We can't even talk shit to the other team. So we've turned on each other. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, the Battlefield community. The Battlefield community hasn't missed a beat in that sense. The the fucking oh, no. the chat is just straight up Battlefield, and it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's not as toxic as like Rainbow Six, but it's not all 
puppies and sunshine. Oh like, no, I don't even know a game that isn't somewhat toxic. So no, of course these no, days, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no idea. Uh, made improvements to the interaction system by switching the default interact text on multiple interactions to reflect the action you were about to do. Open a container, call an elevator, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> Which that kind of, oh, okay, yeah, but a good a good improvement, anyways. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't care that much because I kind of took context clues, but I guess it is nice. True, just yeah, well, to, this is to know true. a little bit better. Yeah, it's well, but and it's a little bit okay. There's a little bit of it's a little I word kind of thing too, because it's you know you're not just seeing some g- generic inter you know interact <laughs> you know. So it's not telling me to press F to pay respects. So like, I, whatever. <laughs> that too, yeah. Uh, improved helicopter animation and level flybys during insertion, which I don't know what that means. I'll have to play it. I have not paid attention to those um, little insertion things. So it's the so it's the um, if you if you so if you happen to get uh, match made into like a brand new round, yeah, and, and it does the whole intro thing where you hear the commander telling you what's going on. And then if you haven't been able to select a vehicle, like you're going to spawn in on the ground, it's that animation where you're, you know, you're inside the helicopter. So it's all that they, they made some improvements to that. So, which I, yeah, I left that in just because it's, um, I, I, I'm kind of glad they did because it looked really bad. Like the, the way the helicopter flew, it flew in this like really static kind of way. Like it barely, it, it just, it looks like they put like no work into like, giving like any actual detail to the way the thing you know anyway okay so, yeah. yeah now i've always been like taking a drink of water or beer looking at my phone or whatever so i've never really right. paid attention to those yeah the so. match hasn't started yet i don't care but that's yeah. that's besides the point uh improvements to address an issue where players killed and vehicles would fall beneath level geometry See what I see what I mean about the fucking note there. Yeah, they this this right off the bat needs to change. Like, and I and I and I I hope it does down the road. I hope someone's read someone at Dice is going okay. It's fine for now, but down the road, these patch notes can't be so fucking developer talky, like somewhat developer speaky. I mean, I know that's not too hard for people to understand, but on a but when you start talking about the general population, they're going to be like, "What the fuck are you? What is what does that even mean?" And what that means, so that you've. So, so you'll you know you'll hopefully when you you get the camera. I've noticed it too. Like you, you'll die in the vehicle, and the camera will like be below the map, and then yeah. it'll like yeah. So I mean, it wasn't not game breaking or anything, but it'll be nice that it doesn't happen anymore because it was kind of like visually just kind of jolting. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so these are some improvements to the user interface, uh, which I found um, particularly significant. Um, and these are some, these are, these are some pretty, and these are some pretty good, um, improvements to user interface. And specifically, this is, um, not in game. This is just like kind of menu stuff. Improved. And this is more fucking developer speak. Improved the ways in which you are able to manage your attachments via the collection screen to reduce the number of interactions you need to have when building your loadouts, AKA the plus system customization. And then I did manage to fire up the game and at least get a look at that. And the improvement they made to customizing your plus system is excellent. It they 
you, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the pod dice. And thanks for making the change because this is this is one of the things I complained about the most. And I don't remember anyone else complaining about this. So it's confirmed. They listen to the podcast. That's cool. Appreciate that. Oh, uh, can you click on the arms now in the plus yes. system? And you can just cool. you can just nice. click right on them. Yes. There's no menu on the left hand side. Uh you get the you know, you see your barrel, under barrel, sights, and ammo on the bottom, and you don't even have to click them. It just shows you uh, it shows you the numbers. The number you of them that you have unlocked, right? So like one of two, three of ten, you know, okay. yeah. And but you don't even have to click on those. You can just click on whatever fucking arm you want, and you can start changing it. And it, even if you've clicked on, say, the ammo, you can click on the ammo change. It'll it'll kind of come up to the thing where it brings it up a little bit closer to your screen. And you don't even have to change. You don't have to change anything from there either. You're done changing your ammo. Click on the arm you want to change. Boom, you're changing that arm. Yes, Tecton23, what's up, dude? Way more intuitive, way better. Like, so good change there, Dice, for sure. Just insanely more intuitive. Makes way more sense. Um, added new markers to make your newly unlocked items easier to find. Cool. Uh, they mentioned that, actually. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is stuff we, we talked about um, when it was future you know future update stuff so they they yeah got to it right away dude so it's pretty i mean i'll give them that it's impressive they're close they're they're so far they're showing a pretty clear commitment to uh getting these updates in and getting shit fixed so um there's been more <clears throat> updates so far in this game's life than there was in the equivalent amount of time in battlefield 5 so <laughs> i'll give them some credit there we're we're getting it's updates true. And we're getting it's them so quickly. true oh my gosh <laughs> oh man fucking cringe holy shit so cringe battlefield 5 man uh implemented focus restoration for screens, so the focused button is remembered when re-entering a screen. So that's kind of nice. That's that's a little nerdy way of saying it's like just you know the the yeah. Anyway, I don't. I if, if, for those of you that know, you know. But it's a little it's a little too nerdy. I probably should have took that one out actually. Uh, Comros, I have no idea what that means. But I know okay. it, I'm it, it, it. I don't. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Comros. Improved responsiveness, responsiveness of Comros opening, good. Fixed inactive objects showing on the Comros for defenders, rush and breakthrough. Fixed objectives not showing on the Comros for attackers and rush. So cool. So the big one being improved response, responsiveness of the Comros. I was I was talking about it last pod. You never seem to notice it, but I it happened to me all the time. I try opening the fucking Comros and the, it'd pop up for a second and disappear. So hopefully that's... Hopefully that's fixed. So well, um, I haven't used the Comros. Well, you so, don't even. Yeah. yeah, why? You don't even use the Comros. I play as Angel. I give myself armor and <laughs> ammo. I'm set. You're good to go. You're a one man army. You and Angel, a one man army. You grab your sniper rifle. You grab yourself a little latte, and you're good to go. <laughs> you're just good to go. You're just sniping and sipping lattes, right? That's definitely gonna be an emote, by the way. You know that, yeah, right? Yeah. I've actually got a Keurig on the side of my sniper, so I can just pop a pod in while I'm laying prone or propped up on something. I you just didn't know hit that, that, that button. You didn't know that was an attachment you could unlock, did you? <laughs> it's a I think you have to get the tier one skin for the Keurig. Uh, mm-hmm, sure, of course, yeah. <laughs> God, dude, that's so great. Fucking Keurig attachment for your sniper. You could attach them to that fucking anti-material rifle with that 
Matt crazy handle. It looks like you could just yeah. You could attach a Keurig to that thing, and it wouldn't look out of place. <laughs> it doesn't even look at, it would just look like it. It's like, what's that? Oh, it's a Keurig on my sniper rifle. Cool. <laughs> would you like an espresso? <laughs> espresso? Hold on, hold on. I gotta rip this guy's face off. Okay. <laughs> would you like? <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, matchmaking and fr- matchmaking and friends. Improved experience between end of round and the main menu. So again, we haven't played the game, so I assume that means they've shortened it somehow. Which I would hope so. That was really fucking long. It's pretty long. It, I'm in the minority. It didn't really bother me. I don't know. I I don't know why. It just didn't really bother me. Unless they're it talking didn't, about it didn't. Yeah. Unless they're talking about so after they do the the sort of MVP players, then they show your squad. I did notice though that like it would show you your sort of progression and ribbons, and then it would just like sit there, and you could have, and your only option was to just sit there and wait or hit escape. And I was wondering, like, wait, if I hit escape, am I going to leave matchmaking? Am I not going? to I don't know. So, so yes, it would leave matchmaking, would, which you could right. then just start right there again. But, yeah. So, okay, but so the improvements, I don't know. So maybe some of the improvements make it a little bit more into, that more intuitive as well. So, um. Improved matchmaking reliability and reduced instances of matchmaking failed. So that's nice. Improved crossplay invite menus. This is another one they keep. This is another one of the developer speak words that they got to get rid of. They keep and they keep using it. Improved crossplay invite flows. That's another word for menus. They're talking about your their menus dice. None of the 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 lay person don't know what you mean by flows. Yeah. Address. Yeah. Yeah. It, not, um, yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'm not going any further with a joke about flows. Any <laughs> address servers getting stuck in address servers getting stuck in unresponsive game states where rounds fail to properly start. Addressed servers getting stuck. This doesn't say fixed. It says addressed. So I don't know. We'll see if that one's uh, that one's fixed. Moose, Moosey boy in the chat. What's up there, dude? Uh, Zarmine. That's I just call him Moose because he changed his name. And I mean, whatever. It's it's cool. He wanted to change it, but metal. I, I liked. I was I was partial to metalcore moose when you were metalcore moose, dude. So what's up, moosey boy? How you doing, man? <laughs> uh, progression and unlocks. Okay, so this is. I left the entirety of this one of these uh, additions in because this is kind of a big deal. This is this is this is sort of the content stuff that they added, and this is kind of the, some of the stuff um, we were kind of looking for. So progression and unlock progression and unlocks. Introduction of weekly missions, cool. Providing set challenges that reward cosmetic unlocks. Okay, cool. Added first match bonus of 1,000 dark market credits for Hazard Zone. Okay, no one plays that mode. Uh, improved overall XP rank tracking and reliability. Um, I suppose that improved overall XP rank tracking and reliability. Does that just mean how it gets applied to you, or does that mean there's more ways for you to see what you've earned. Um, the way I'm kind of reading that is it's like, I guess it's easier to track it while in game, like how close you are to that next level or something. Okay. Or even just in the menus in the collection. Screen. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. That's okay. a yeah. Yep. Good point. That's yeah. You're probably right. Improved mastery rank tracking improves the reliability of player card tracking the required level to unlock an item is no longer visible 
once the item is unlocked. Okay, so that's nice. That's just kind of a good little quality of life thing. Fixed a bug where mastery badges weren't displaying within the portal collection menu. Okay, fixed an issue that was not properly awarding XP for angel resupplies. So get scammed. Get absolutely scammed, Evan. You were <laughs> all that armor netted you nothing. <laughs> well, I got a couple of sweet espressos out mm. of it, so... This is, of course, fine. true. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I am interested in how they they addressed that. Yeah. Because I've mostly played Angel or Falk since the game came out. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah. 3D preview of vehicles now displays the correct customizations in the collection menu. Okay. Added a notification when reaching a new player card badge tier. Okay, that's nice. And added a, no added a notification when reaching a new mastery tier. So, cool. So... A little bit of content, a little which is nice. Some stuff to grind for. I mean, there is there is stuff to grind for if you really look. Um, we haven't really talked about it much. I mean, because it's cosmetic stuff. Um, but like this, all the different specialist skins, they all have. Well, some of them just have um, player ranks. They're attached to player ranks, but some of them yeah. do have uh, things you do. Kind of hard too, though. The like Sundance, the one thing to unlock their. Um, one of their and actually one of their really cooler looking skins the hairs the hairs like kind of up it's, they they look really cool but you got to get um you got to get d damage with with the different grenades so it's i mean it, you know find the right situations and you can grind it out pretty good obviously so uh so there was a whole section on rendering didn't we're not going we're not touching I, I, there was a ton of them and I, I edited them all out because it's basically just a lot of, it was just a bunch of bullet points for visual improvement and fixes, visual stuff, fixing the way uh, uh, a site looked when you ADS'd, making, you know, fixing a scope that would, the, the, the scope reticle would stay on your screen after you got out of ADS, stuff like that. It was a ton of stuff like that. So a bunch of good rendering and visual improvements uh, were made, but we're not going over all those because it was way too many and it's just boring, really. Um, maps. Uh, a few little things on maps here real quick. Uh, over 150 individual fixes, small changes, and improvements across all of our maps. Well, that couldn't be any more vague, Dice, um, but cool. <laughs> you know, I'm glad they said that instead of listing out 150 well, individual okay. this fixes, is, small changes, true. and improvements across I all mean, the we, maps. We wouldn't have talked about them anyways, but yeah. No, it would have been rendering, and fuck that. I don't have time for that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, um, resolved multiple spawning issues. Kind of vague, but cool. I, I, I mean, did you have you had much of a problem with the spawns? Not any more than any other Battlefield game. Because yeah, I spawn here. on somebody, I'm like, ah, oh, they're close to an objective. And then I spawn, my feet hit the ground, and I get fucking and iced dead. instantly. <laughs> exactly. And you're I'm right. used to that. Yeah. I've played a bunch of Battlefield games. I know how it goes. You know I the take deal. that risk right. willingly. <laughs> this is, of course, true. Um, But I'm outside of that, I don't know a lot of times it was fine. Breakthrough, Uh, generally, you got spawned a good decent amount of distance like say for instance say for instance you're um spawning on a, a a flag that's getting capped by the enemy right but you manage to get it before the timer runs out before you lose it right and you get spawned in far enough away generally i've had a chance to 
make an attack on someone. I've managed to, I didn't, I didn't get spawned right next to a bad guy. I didn't get spawned right in the middle of the next to the flag surrounded by yeah. the bad guy. So I don't know. I mean, I don't, I haven't found too much of a problem. I haven't had too much of a problem with the way spawn ins have worked. Um, unless they're also talking about portal and stuff too. Like maybe there was some problems with, because that's yeah, another, maybe. that's another thing with these patch notes is like, they're kind of really all over the place. So, uh, well, Rob's dog last night, you couldn't even spawn into the game, dude. You just couldn't play last night. Dice hated you for some reason last night, man. I don't know. I don't know what you did. You fucking made fun of their mother or something, dude. Um, Resolved visual glitches such as lens flare, visible seams in Sky Dome. Okay, I don't. Cool. Cool. I. I don't know. Is Sky Dome one of the, one of the locations, one of the buildings, or does that is that developer speak for the sky? I bet that's developer speak for the sky. If I had to guess. Uh, resolved a large number of collision and placement issues. So cool. Addressed issues affecting. This is an issue addressed issues affecting local audio placement in multiple maps. So <laughs> there's there's another interesting audio patch that that uh, we'll get to, but like yeah, a lot of people for the for the most part the audio is pretty good. I like the way it sounds, but like I don't know there I still don't think footsteps are really loud enough. In my uh... I don't know. It kind of depends. Yeah. Sometimes footsteps are fine, but if there's a bunch of shit going on, yeah, sure. I'm not going to hear it no, over no, the tank hear it 10 feet yeah. away and grenades. So yeah. I am using a Logitech headset with a Logitech 50 millimeter driver, whatever audio setting. So okay, I've been yeah. having pretty good luck with audio. I tried out night mode some a little bit, which did seem to make footsteps a little easier to hear. Um, yeah. I haven't really messed around with any of the other ones though. Yeah. I haven't messed around with my audio settings too much. I think I'm just using stereo, but yeah, I should, I should try those out and see if I notice any difference. But I mean, as far as affecting local audio placement in multiple maps, I don't, I don't know exactly what that means, but I think I take it to mean that there were just local audio placement. So, if like for instance, because one of the things we're gonna get to, like, let's say if a tank is driving by, like, because it does kind of tie in to where you could be on the map and where your position is on the map as to like what volume you hear it in, like off in the distance as opposed to up close or whatever. So yeah. I wonder if that's kind of what it has to do with. Um, you know, now that I think about it, I've been hearing like a phone ringing on Manifest a lot. I don't know if it's a phone ringing or like an alarm system going off. I don't know if it has something to do with like shit like that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I feel like, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I might play it and I might not. I don't know. Um, but I noticed something like that going on too, dude. I've noticed some weird sounds in some of the, in some of the maps. So I don't know. Well, um, Yeah. We'll do some more investigating investigating on that front for sure. <laughs> so, um, so the next section they have here is hazard zone and portal. And here's the thing: like I said, I had, we had to cut out a whole bunch of this stuff. And look, for those of you, uh, if you're really enjoying hazard zone and portal, and you listen to this podcast, and you're mauled that we don't talk about it enough, sorry, stay mad. It's just not hazard zone. 
is already is is already like uh it's not a dead game mode but i mean it's like it, everyone's mastered it crash doesn't even go for drives anymore he just you just you're just he almost it I don't want to say he griefs teams, but he kind of does, right? He's just going there. Him and his boys just go in there and look for good, look for teams to take out. Um, yeah, but there's a there's a bunch of other notes that are just much more. But there's just so there were so many more important things to talk about than has resort a portal, and I and I promise we'll talk about it more um, when there's like more incentive to play these things, which there will be with the seasonal content updates. There will definitely yeah. be. There's going to be specific things to unlock in, in Hazard Zone. There's going to be specific stuff to earn in Hazard Zone and Portal and stuff like that. So, and that's really, well, Portal not so much, I guess, but they, that's exactly what these kind of things were going to be for. The, they're, they're vehicles to, to give us things to grind for when once the seasonal content updates happen. So once those happen, we'll talk about that stuff more, I promise. So. Yeah, I'm probably going to start messing with Portal more because I hit rank 60 last night, so I've got all the weapons and everything's unlocked. Oh, you did? I okay. I don't have all the attachments, obviously, but at least I've got the no, weapons, yeah. so I can go fuck around and play some Battlefield 3 or 1942 or whatever. Okay, there you go. Right. So there's right. So there's a reason why you would. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So when you hit when you hit 60, you've essentially unlocked everything you can unlock, right? Yes. And then it past that is all just kind of mastery levels and you know yeah right so okay so yeah um you think i would have known that by now that's your podcast again <laughs> so now it's evan's podcast now because your host didn't even know what you know max lovely you maxed everything out at or unlocked everything uh so anyway keep that in mind um ux improvements i don't even know what the fuck what is ux you have any idea what they mean by ux improvements i mean user experience user experience I'll take it. Yeah, sure. I'll take it uh, because that's kind of what these sound like. And, and these were, these are kind of some, um, yeah, they're kind of like uh, quality of life sort of improvements made a series of visual audio and gameplay improvements to weapons, vehicles, and gadgets. So again, they probably, they fixed a whole bunch of stuff that makes the game look and sound better. So cool. Improved plus menu customization experience. They really already talked about that. Uh, replaced accessibility button in the very main menu with accessibility and options. So that's a little bit more intuitive for sure. Um, and ping objects now re pinged objects now remain visible when occluded. And Junkie Boy and I were talking about that last night. I think it. I think that just refers to if it goes behind cover or something, a player or yeah. a vehicle, right? Yeah. But I'm also not entirely sure that that's what that means because. If you you know there's there's a setting in your graphics settings called ambient occlusion, and I wonder if the occluded refers to occlusion, which whatever you know, which whatever exactly that graphic setting does. I've read it a million times, and I'm still not exactly sure what ambient occlusion does. It has something to do with like making geometric shapes in your view sort of smoothed out or kind of like blend together to look more realistic. I think or something like that. So I. I guess that's what that means. I don't know. So, uh, and they made a few, so they made some tweaks to conquest and breakthrough, um, to, so in conquest, they tuned information spamming, reducing the amount of messages that appear in the world log. In particular, we reduced messages about flag state change, uh, flag state changes so that they're not as, distracting okay i don't 
think I really remember being particularly distracted by those things, but I think I straight like, up haven't played Conquest. You like, haven't. Uh, I've kind of stopped. Access. I kind of stopped playing Conquest too. Actually, I have not fired up a game of Conquest in a long time. I've really pretty much strictly been playing Breakthrough. So, and they made a whole bunch of changes to Breakthrough. They tuned a whole bunch of stuff in Breakthrough mode. Um, but what the the very first note they have is so vague. It, again, this is one of the things I'm talking about. Tuned capture times for Breakthrough. They tuned the capture times. So I assume, so we can take that to mean they tuned the amount of time it takes to capture one of the flags, right? But they don't say if it takes more or less time <laughs> to cap the fucking flag. It just says tuned capture times. So we have no idea if it means more or less. If you're, by the time you listen to this, you may have figured out which it is. Obviously, because you may have played again, and but they didn't say in these patch notes, and that's kind of annoying, actually. So, um, and a whole bunch of other things, some that are like in really interesting. Impro improved out of bounds defender spawning in breakthrough to ensure easier safe spawning. So that's good. I think was there a problem with the defender spawning out of bounds, like spawning out of bounds or something? supposedly it never happened to me right. i have heard rumblings of it but yeah i've never experienced that okay 60 hours or whatever no i don't think i have either yeah so unless yeah okay um made improvements okay so this is where things get really interesting for this um westy had said takes less time okay oh tecton uh westy had said it takes less time but you can't confirm that okay interesting I would think that would be the way they would go. I wonder if it's like if there's no enemies on the flag and you have one person versus ten people on your team on mm -hmm. it, it, it it's faster because it seemed to be the same regardless of if the whole team was on one flag with no one else True. or it was so like one or two people. Yeah, so then maybe that's the tuning they made as well. But in any case, that would still... Uh, no, Rob Zaga, I don't believe they've removed the rooftop flags. What they've done, and you know, instead of like, you know, make a real change to the game, right? They tuned something, which is what these developers do. This is they tune something, and this is what they did. And this may or this may improve our chances of attacking teams taking those rooftop flags, because if you're able to make enough of a breakthrough, now if you enough make enough of a breakthrough and you get enough people on the flag, the time it takes to capture the flag is less time, giving you a better chance of possibly taking that flag. Now, it's not going to happen on Orbital. We all know that. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck Orbital. Fuck, fuck Orbital. Fuck Orbital just in general. That's, it, it was okay on Conquest in the beta, I but yeah. It was fine. It's just, it's just such a milk toast map. It was just, like I said, they... Yeah. They... All the creativity in that map went to the the launch pads and the rocket and the rocket blowing up and the whole rest of it's such an afterthought. It's just it's so it's just boring. Uh, okay, so made improvements to the breakthrough user interface to enable you to better track round progress in the form of a game mode widget. Okay, interesting. Go on. I I'd like to hear more of this widget. <laughs> the game mode widget inside the scoreboard has been updated to put emphasis on sectors and attackers 
reinforcements. Note that it only displays while playing Breakthrough and Rush. Makes sense. King Cal, what's up, dude? With the with the host. Fucking go, King Cal. How you doing, brother? I appreciate, appreciate the host there, brother. <clears throat> oh, uh, hope you were having a good night, man. How you doing? Um Okay, so cool. I I mean I thought it was I didn't I didn't have any problem looking at the tickets, the amount of tickets left when I was playing breakthrough. So I'd guess this is I don't know, we'll see. I haven't played it yet, so we'll we'll see what this looks like and see if it is in it fact might be useful. Yeah, the the ticket ticket thing wasn't too big of a deal for me. I wonder if it's like how many sectors are left is now more oh, okay. easily okay. visible. Gotcha. Like it was an ops and and one or breakthrough yeah. and five. Okay, gotcha. That's that's good information to have. I did find myself I mean, once you learn the maps, you memorize it and you know it. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, I did find myself like, um, like playing breakthrough on like discarded for the first time, as we're advancing, like going, like yeah. I don't know how many more. I don't. I don't know the sectors of this, so I don't really know how many more we're going or whatever. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. useful information. Elapsed time is now elapsed time is now added and trackable in both scoreboard and deploy screen. Elapsed time. Okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, because obviously, if time runs, well, is there? Yeah, there's timer on breakthrough, right? Or is it just the tickets? No, there's timer too. If there is a timer, uh, I haven't seen it or paid attention to it. Man, I don't know either. if there is. I don't know if there is. I know there was at one point in four. There definitely was like in four or for rush. Yeah. Oh, there was there was tickets and or timer for rush. Uh. Well, and I think Conquest there was for too. Conquest and yeah, Conquest too. Yes, because I had I had played plenty of games where uh, you finish with tickets left, but you had less tickets when the time ran out, and you yeah or and yeah, so won or lost. Um, added a pulsating effect on the team one attacker score and progress bar when their tickets are equal or less than twenty five percent of their initial tickets. This is this all this is also present. In the GMW, in the and the the is that the the game mode widget? Yeah, the, widget. the game mode widget in the HUD scoreboard and deploy screen for both rush and breakthrough. Fixed an issue that could cause the end of round screen to display inaccurate scores for the attack. Okay, it's so cool. So those are some interesting, definitely some interesting updates to breakthrough. Um, whether or not they actually in, in, in sort of improve Mike's our experience in the game remains to be seen. For us, anyways. Um, by the time you're listening to this, you've probably played it. So join the fucking Discord and let us know. Okay? Cool. Uh, dynamic world improvements. Again, left cool. The, edited this one out too. It was just a whole big list of improvements to visual, visuals and world interactions. Yeah, so didn't need to go through all those. Um, now this one, I left a whole bunch of stuff in. Uh, and, uh, changes to the HUD. Because there's a lot of really good information in here and, and a lot of good changes, um, which I'm excited to see for myself once we get in game. Um, actually, why don't you kick us off with these? Because I'm a little bit tired of reading off yeah. these. And I'm almost finished with this beer and I'm going to have to go grab another one soon. So, yeah. Added a <sighs> UI element that shows nearby players that can revive you within 50 meters when downed. So it's like in five and one if there's a medic mm -hmm. close by that's able to revive you they'll show up they'll be a little 
I'm assuming there's going to be a little distance thing like there was in those games as well. Tells you how far away they are and yep, yeah, and all that fun shit. It was, so, it that's was just, nice. It was just distance too, right? It wasn't uh, like a little directional indicator. It was just the distance, right? Yes, it was yeah, just yeah. distance. Yes, and like their good. username or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, added a UI element that shows incoming revivers when downed and pinged by a player that intends to revive you again. That's how it was in one and yep. five. So that's so, that's good. Good. This is yeah. This. So th- again, that list we went through. This is kind of stuff. The kind of quality of life sort of stuff that yeah they're that so this is that's why I wanted to leave this in here this is these these are good changes and and, and I'm I'm excited to kind of see it in game for sure so yeah uh, when low on ammo or health nearby friendly players within fifty meters will now show a resource icon above their head indicating which one they can provide to you again good that's been in all the battlefield games yep. I'm kind of yep. surprised it wasn't in at launch but. That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, increased big map resolution per, for improved navigation. Okay. I, I would cool. have. I would have preferred that patch note said. Uh, uh, in, uh, in, uh, introduced the ability to zoom on the deploy screen, like I was talking about last pod. But I'll take uh, better resolution because right now, yeah, it's a it's a fucking mess. The red that I and I and I hadn't really put that together. That that's why when you're like looking at a bunch of soldiers, obviously 64, 64 people on your team is an issue t- as well. Double the amount of players that we were used to seeing in in five or one or four. But in any case, yeah. but regardless of that, just the resolution was so poor. There was way too many fucking player icons cluttered into an area. And like, I remember I, I, plenty of times I think I have no idea if I'm clicking on the objective or not. I'm trying to click. I'm pretty sure I am. And you know, generally you pretty were, were, but it just. So, it so really I don't know if this is the, I don't know if this is the spawn screen map or you hit your M button or whatever it is. Oh, on console, no, you're right. Probably it's big. The... Okay. Yeah. It's big map. No, you're right. For when you hit M and bring up your map, you're right. So that's, uh, I mean, okay, well my previous statement still stands, uh, but that is, but this is a good change. You're right. Um, yeah, that was, you're really right. They're talking about the map before. for when you hit M you're right. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, but in any case, it's still a good improvement because even that map. So and you know, the other thing they need to improve in that map is, and maybe it's, maybe it's, not in this list, but hopefully they did improve it. I can't find myself on the fucking big map to save my life. I can't like not not all the time, but sometimes it takes me like fucking more than ten seconds to find my player icon on the big map, and that's bullshit because it's like I need to fucking know where I am. These maps are massive. Yeah. I need to know where I am. I need to know which direction I'm facing so that I can fucking find where I want to go. And there's so hopefully, but and maybe just this resolution change will uh, will rectify that. But when yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Again, we haven't played the game no, since this we, update. Yeah, so. so yeah. Cool. We're really good at our job, We're right, guys? So good at our jobs. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, added health bars on enemy vehicles up to two hundred meters away, and enemy soldiers up to fifty meters away when looked at. The the enemy soldiers, I don't know if I 
care about that one quite as much, but the vehicles is nice. You kind of know, all right, if I fire Absolutely. a rocket at this. Yes. And yeah. I just, yeah, and I kind of been skimming through these, and it just kind of hit me that they, yeah, enemy, I don't know if I want the health bar on the enemy soldier. I if they're within 10 meters, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's pretty close range. Yeah. Up to 50, man, I... Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know, I know. I feel like that's too far away. I don't... Yeah, that... All right, well, okay, we'll see. We'll see what this looks like when we get in game, so... Yeah. Uh, fixed an issue where friendly player icons would sometimes not be hidden behind walls, which would which caused screen clutter. I don't remember that all that well it had okay it, it was it, it it wouldn't happen all the time but there was occasions where i would play games where they it wouldn't and then i would be i'd be looking in the direction and i couldn't see a fucking thing because all i can see are my teammates because <laughs> their names were coming through everything wall. Yeah. yeah so okay yeah that's a nice nice yeah, change so hopefully i'm they... sure once i play the game i'll notice it and be like oh shit yeah cool this is way better exactly right so uh, fixed an issue where f oh no that's oh yeah no okay yeah, you're Duh. on the same one derp yeah. fixed an issue where friendly soldiers are missing their blue UI icons when a player is in a downed state yeah uh so okay like their their name popping up above their head when they need a res which right. for me as a medic that's that's a nice nice little change it's good fix yeah for sure yeah now I can remember oh that's the asshole. Who clearly has ammo and isn't giving ammo out. <laughs> yeah. And you're not getting a res. That's right. That's right. Uh, clearly, issue. Cl clearly marked. You're clearly yeah. marked for non res. <laughs> yes. I'm going to put your name down in a book and I'm going to yes. remember that for the rest of forever. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hey, six years later, cool. Don't get a res. Yeah, really, right? Uh, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Fixed an issue where some players' names don't show when looking through multiple soldiers or vehicles next to each other. Yep. So with with how crowded some of these spots can be, that's that's kind of nice. It and is. Yeah. Yeah. I I would almost not have if there is like thirty people in a hallway or whatever in a small area. I would almost rather have nobody's names show up and just see blue dots or red dots yeah for i agree with you i know because in some of the some of the instances there's the screen is getting way too cluttered with with player names enemy or friendly alike yeah it, it's it, it's getting a little crazy and it's all because of the 128 players for sure it's a little it's it's yeah. it's, it's another one of the drawbacks to the to this whole 128 player thing so uh all right well this last okay so this last one don't bother reading that whole thing i shouldn't i should have like edited this down basically there's just did you did you have you ever messed with changing uh fire modes on your guns oh all the time okay right but did you i'm did you notice that there are there's no indicator on the screen for what your fire mode is so there is, but there isn't. Okay, and that's what this your, address is. Yes, yeah. your hip fire reticle would actually change if you were in semi burst or full auto. 
it's very hard to notice, but it uh, is okay. A, it was a visual indicator. It just wasn't a good one. No. Okay. And not the same visual indicator that you got in previous games, yes. which is a little icon somewhere on your screen that showed either like, you know, a grouping of bullets, which meant full auto, two bullets meant burst fire, and the one bullet is a uh, single fire. Right. So that's in the game now. That's basically what that whole sentence. It's all. It's a really long sentence yeah. for just saying that they they fixed the fire mode indicator on the HUD. So, uh, and you can go into the settings and change it if you want it to show up all the time or not at all. ADS only. Right. So yeah, they give so. you some options there. Yeah. Yes, and there's some options for how you want it. Right. For how you want it to display. So yeah. Uh, we're. I'm gonna do this. So I'm gonna do this one real quick, and we're gonna take a quick break because I gotta piss and grab some more beer. Um, but this is a funny one. There was a few, there were, a, there were a, a quite a few other audio things mentioned in this, in, in the audio section here. I edited them all out because they were just kind of like, okay, it, it's stuff you'll notice. It's improved something. It's fixed something cool. Nothing particularly significant, so to speak, except for this one, which is pretty hilarious. It's now easier to hear the hovercraft when it's behind players. Oh, great. Okay. So that's why I've been getting run over by hovercrafts because I have not, because I have not been able to hear them coming. You've had had no idea that a massive hovercraft was basically just about to run up your ass because guess what? You couldn't hear it. (laughs) And you know, that, that should really be applied to all the vehicles. I find a lot of them are hard to hear. If like you're not facing them, if you're, or something. oh really? No shit. Yeah, the, the really... tanks are a little bit easier. They're they're all a little bit easier than the hovercraft, but they're not great. Now yeah. it might be because if I'm in Discord, I'm playing with people, I turn overall <laughs> game volume down in Windows. True, true. Yeah. So yeah. some of that might be on me too. So take no, that same. with a grain I, of salt. I do the same thing on my GoXLR. I, yeah, I've I've got the I've got the game volume down. Um, uh, you know, under the volume of the of the group chat, so that I can hear the boys when we're when we're playing. Um, right, yeah. So yeah, it could be on us a little bit, but I don't think so. I think there was probably yeah, plenty of occasions where you just you got rolled up on, and this thing was just up your ass because you had yeah. no idea it was even coming at you based on its position to you. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> super interesting, cool, cool game dice. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Okay, yeah, let's take a quick break because we've got a few more things to go over here. The other thing about this Patch Notes 2, guys, I cut out the entire section of specialists because there was a whole bunch of, of fixes for the specialists. Yeah. Um, And it's just too much stuff to go through. It's too much stuff for a couple of employed podcasters to go through. Um, it's already 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time here on, on December 2nd, 2021. And we've still probably got about another half hour, 40 minutes to go here talking about this stuff. Um, because this is, an, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Is this a little exercise in, in futility telling all you guys this on the podcast? No, not necessarily. I don't think so because, you know, you guys want to hear about this stuff and you don't necessarily want to read through all these things. And, we're telling you kind of how they're affecting. Well, we don't know how they affect the game exactly. Well, we'll yeah. Oh, I didn't even get into the how the fact that this, that this update basically broke the fucking game today for a bunch of people. 
uh, yeah, you never, I never got, a, I fired it up, but I never got a game to fire up because I was getting the fucking error. So I never even got a chance to even fucking manage to play the game. So in any case, but we want to, we got a few more things we're going to get through here. So we're going to take a quick break here and we'll, uh, we'll be right back. Fifty meter revive thing, maybe because of the Surrett pistol. Um, I, I'm not sure, because the Surrett pistol doesn't heal at range or doesn't revive at range. You still have to run up to them. I know, and I don't think it's in here in our notes. I know they added like white outlines to players that can receive health or armor when playing as Angel or Falk, Battle Grandma. Uh, so that makes it easier to tell and when like it's going to magnetize to them, but I don't know the range on that. I don't think it's that far. Now, you can get some, some decent shots with Surrette Pistol, but I don't know. You'd have to really arc it for 50 meters because it, it's got some drop to it. For sure. No, it doesn't res at range. They changed that before the game came out. It was it was overpowered in their internal testing, which really fucking says something, actually. What are you talking about now? Uh, the Surrette pistol resing at range. Um, because they changed. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, they took that out. it doesn't res at all anymore. Yeah, it did no. res. Yeah, but yeah, it just heals now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's got some drop to it. If you've tried to hit people with with it at some range, like 30 meters, you kind of got to aim up. Well, that's actually, that's one of the things I'm going to get in. I'm going to talk about when we get going back here. The one thing I did want to mention from the specialist update was a, a change they made to the threat pistol. Which I think I was going to make it a little bit hit. I think it's going to make it a little bit easier to use. Yeah, they did the same thing with Angel. Okay, right, yeah. Well, whatever, that's a good enough point. That's a good enough point to start restart at anyways. Yeah. I kind of trying to use like an uh, like an audio cue for when I, when I go in and edit out like, you know, the, the, the downtime. Yeah. Whatever. This works. It doesn't matter. No. Um, just make the, the podcast listeners listen to five minutes of silence and me talking for 30 seconds. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, it wasn't even five minutes. I was only gone for like a minute, really. So, yeah, whatever. We'll just, we'll just I'll let it out that tiny little bit of silence that um, was there and uh, we'll keep going here. Yeah. So, before we, okay. So, before we go on, like I just said, there is one. So, okay. So, what I'm going to, I have, I've got a Google Doc. Of just the specialists, and of course, you guys can find this if you just find the find the patch notes. Scroll down to the specialists, and you guys can go. You guys go through the specialist updates because there's a bunch of them. There's a whole lot of specialist updates, um, fixes, and changes to the way they use their equipment. The one that I kind of found particularly interesting um, was a change to the to the Surrette pistol, Falk's uh, Battle Grandma's Surrette pistol. Uh, added lock on and lock off sounds. 
for S21 Surrette pistol for when a target is designated by the magnetism of the S21 Surrette pistol. So, you've, I have yet to even fucking use the thing. What does this change? When you hear this change, how do you feel like it's going to affect the, the Surrette pistol? So, I think it's going to be kind of situational. If there's a lot of shit going on, like when you would want to shoot a teammate with a Surrette pistol, right? I can see it kind of being easy to miss. Um, but if there's not, I guess it would be a little easier to hear it. I'm not sure. Having not played it yet, I really okay. don't know how yeah, it's going to true. affect yeah. it. I, I think for the most part, it will be good, but... Yeah, if there's two tanks, a helicopter, uh, five bolts, a hovercraft, and 30 people all firing their guns in a relatively small area, it will probably get missed every time. There's just too much other shit going on. Yeah, But if it's just like a kind of normal firefight, yeah, sure. You'll you'll probably be able to hear it. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Um so that sounds like it. That sounds like it makes it. That's like a little bit of a, an upgrade, right? Not a nerf, necessarily. Yeah. You know, the opposite of a nerf and, and a, a boost or a, a buff. Buff. <laughs> Jesus Christ, boomer. Yeah, I know. I hey. Oh well. Okay. I mean, yeah. Of course, but um, it's been a minute, man. Yeah, I I know all about the nerfs and buffs. Trust me, that's all we fucking talked about in World of Warcraft. <laughs> it's like all we talked about. Oh, we nerf this, buff that, all that shit. Um, yeah, so sounds like a little bit of a buff to the threat pistol, which I found interesting. Uh, but yeah, find the show notes and, and you can go through all that stuff. Okay, so some vehicle stuff. Fixed an issue where missile countermeasures sometimes didn't work, causing missiles to not blow up and instead reacquire the same target. Awesome. And this, that's a, that's a definite nerf to AA, but whatever. Um, fixed an issue. Oh, this is an interesting one. Fixed an issue where, I was telling you about this before, fixed an issue where a player driving the hovercraft cannot be shot through the front window. So, yeah, good luck with that anti-material rifle trying, couldn't shoot through the window. Cool. Uh, Fixed an issue which prevented Ranger from turning into a ragdoll when destroyed. Destroying the Ranger will look a lot more, destroying the Ranger will look a lot more natural now so destroying a robot dog will look more natural sure dice i would i would imagine it just blows the fuck up i would think so, so i don't know how it can look more natural i don't know, I know. is it gonna roll over <laughs> its tongue is gonna come out it's gonna have x's for eyes like old cartoons what the fuck does this mean i don't know i know i don't know what the fuck they're talking about i've never i've not noticed any problem every time i've destroyed one the thing has exploded, which seems like a perfectly fine way for a fucking robot dog to die to me. The fucking thing Honestly, is fine. I, I don't even try to, to destroy them. I see one. I just run away. I have, Those things have more health than they, all of the vehicles I, combined. I know. They do. And you're right. But there has been occasions where I'm being harassed out of the, you know, harassed by one. So you can one shot, you can one shot it with the, um, with the recoil, with the recoilless, with the M5. Uh, 
you can one shot it that way. But yeah, if you try to shoot it with your gun, it takes like a fucking clip and a half to kill one of those fuckers. It's kind of crazy. But and they kind of hit like a truck sometimes. If they've got a clear view of you and you have no cover to get into, they'll those fuckers will get you. Those dogs yeah. will those dogs will fucking bite your ass off. Um, but this I don't get. Okay, fine, cool. Fixed kill camera going underground when killed. You already mentioned cool. that, Dice. You, you mentioned already it twice. mentioned it twice. They really wanted you to know that. They really wanted you to know. Weapons. Okay, and this is one of the... This is... Um, so this is... You'd think they would have just put this right at the very top because it's kind of a big deal, but it's under weapons, where it should be. That It, it makes sense that this is under weapons. Fixed some issues that prevented visual hits from registering when firing on an enemy target. AKA hit reg note further improvements are still being investigated. Okay. Well, I did notice some people today on social media, uh, uh, mention that they do feel like a, a, there was an improvement made on the hit reg. So positive, positive news there, but still being investigated. Uh, and unfortunately, did, did you get a chance to, to destroy a vehicle with your shiny no. new anti-material rifle? You, like, just unlocked no. it last night, and then, yeah. I did. It was, like, midnight. I was like, I gotta go the fuck to bed. <laughs> I, I yeah. took some pot shots at helicopters. I didn't land any of them, of okay. course. Yeah. But, okay. yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I well, hope that's it can still be chat. somewhat reasonable. F's in the chats for for Evan not getting a chance, yeah. He wanted he was he wanted so bad to unlock this thing before it got nerfed into the ground. Um, but I don't know if it's nerfed into the ground. But it, it says right here, reduced effectiveness of the NTW fifty against vehicles. Anti-material round magazine increased to five. Okay, lowered anti-material round damage multiplier against heavy vehicles. So what did you say? It could four shot a tank. It could four shot a tank. It took <laughs> half the time That's it crazy. did with rocket launchers. It was like eight seconds. That's so wild. So probably no longer four-shotting tanks, unfortunately. Lowered anti-material heavy round damage multiplier against all vehicles. Cool, Dice. Why wasn't that the only patch note? Unless there was some... Unless you could three-shot? Or did you Or did you say you could two-shot hovercraft with it? Or did something else... You can two-shot them with the, the recoil. I don't know about the, recoil, the heavy yeah. rounds. Ever, yeah. okay. I don't know if anybody... I've seen, like, Stoddy run the, the heavy rounds in the, the 50 cal or not. Okay. Because it seems kind of pointless. Right, yeah. Especially uh, at that point. Well, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Gadgets. Uh, gadgets. Gadgets no longer pause their cooldown when the player enters a vehicle. Good change. That's pre That was pretty annoying. Yes. Uh, gadgets will move with the elevators rather than being destroyed. That's good. I did notice that I would I I put down uh, ammo in the elevator, and as soon as the elevator starts moving, the fucking thing explodes. I was like, okay, great, cool, cool. Uh, fixed an issue C five. Fixed an issue where C five explosive. This is an interesting one. <laughs> fixed an issue where the C five explosive server and client positions were not correctly synced. Cool dice, cool game. <laughs> that seems like it kind of goes along. That seems like a net code slash hit reg thing to me, kind of. Yeah. Uh, adjusted, adjusted deploy time of C5. 
and reduce the delay before allowing it to be detonated uh, to improve responsiveness. So that's a pretty good. I did notice too, like, yeah, uh, it, getting it all out and then bringing the thing up seemed to take way too long before you could uh, detonate it. Sure. Uh, there's a change made to insertion beacon. This is just one little note on this because I thought this was kind of interesting because it's kind of like a little, um, kind of like a little play tip almost. EMP now blocks spawning on insertion beacons. So that's actually an interesting little play tip. There's sort of generally, there's generally when you when you encounter an insertion beacon. There's very few instances where you're not going to be able to just shoot it, right, and destroy yeah. it. However, in the instance that you can't, maybe all of a sudden a tank is up your ass or there's a, a fucking bolt is coming at you at 150,000 miles an hour, and you, oh, oh, man, I can see this in the street, but I can't. If you have EMP grenades, EMP is a thing, and now it's rendered useless for an amount of time at least, right? So it's something to keep in mind. Um, doesn't the, doesn't Casper's drone have an EMP pulse? Supposedly, I was trying to do that the other night to get oh, his player you? card. Okay. Because you have to EMP vehicles. Gotcha. I believe that's what it is. Right. I couldn't get it to work. <laughs> I don't know work. if I was too far away from him or what, but I, I was, I don't know, 30 meters in the air, if that, and it, it didn't do anything. Gotcha. So, okay. So, I, yeah. so I don't know if you can EMP an insertion beacon even with Casper's drone then? I assume it would be just some kind of area effect thing that would emanate from the drone. Like a, like just an EMP pulse. That would yeah. be... Yeah. But let's be anyway. super clear. If you see an insertion beacon and you can, just camp it, wait for somebody to spawn on it, and kill them instantly. Yeah, that too, of course. That's yeah. the correct way to make that play. Okay, well, you're, this is of course true. Yeah, This is true. Uh... But in any case, it's just that's just an interesting little tidbit that you can render it useless by EMPing it. So that's that's kind of a neat little uh, change they made. Um, all right, we're almost on the home stretch here, uh, guys. Uh, I don't know. Was there some? Was there anything else we should have really talked about tonight besides <laughs> besides these patch notes? I mean, can you think of anything else we might have talked about tonight besides? our thoughts on the game and, you know, I don't know, bitching about the game or, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, um, not really. There was that Google sheet that I mm -hmm. found with some weapon stats, but that, yes. that could be a weapon in an, or a Jesus Christ. That could be an episode in and of itself. Yeah, and it they're be. not finalized anyways. And so. I had, and that was exactly my plan. I had, I was all ready to talk about those. I was, I was thinking, I was already like, yeah, cool. Uh, uh, who is um? Who's the person that put that put the uh, mythic? Simthic. Simthic. And um, and and Evan found this great little spreadsheet with a whole bunch of information on weapon damages. So it's like, cool, yeah, let's talk about the weapons. It's like you know, but then these massive patch notes, and then the shake up at dice, and everything happens. So it's like, so here we are. So, uh, but yeah, next week for sure, uh, we'll. We'll talk about well, that. Or, maybe. I don't know, or maybe we'll maybe, see. We'll see. Update or maybe, four is coming maybe out. We'll, Twelve yeah, gigs. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is a week where we have to do uh, like a two episode week. I don't know. Maybe we do. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, not necessarily a broadcast, but uh, definitely an app just about the weapons. Maybe we'll do that. So. Um, 
All right, so on the home stretch here with this stuff, and some interesting stuff about um, your this particularly your soldier, uh, and of course this uh, pertains especially to Evan. Uh, proning, <laughs> proning with your legs dangling in the air will push you off an object. However, allowing for time to correct yourself. So when you're trying to snipe off some you know crazy perch, right? <laughs> I'm never prone. That's the easiest way to get headshotted. <laughs> Oh, is it? Pro tip. Oh, well, yeah. It's the is only it? thing they can see is your head and shoulders. No. Yeah, I'm never yeah, um Yeah, that's true. Unless if I'm murdering bots on Kaleidoscope. Well, but sure, that's yeah. besides the point. Well, I, I mean, okay. The, your logic is sound. It is the only thing they can see. This is, of course, true. But, I mean, if you're, if you're kneeling or if you're standing, I can clearly see your head. <laughs> So I mean, I don't yeah, know. but there's a lot of shitty snipers out there. Well, this is true. This is very like true. I'm one of them. Don't get me wrong, but there's a <laughs> lot of shitty snipers out there. This is, well, well, this is of course true. So uh, reduced occurrences where specialists can be seen with low quality animations in the distance. So this is <laughs> reduced occurrences, not completely fixed. Which I'm kind of glad that they didn't completely fix this because I love. It's, it amuses the shit out of me when you see players off in the distance and they're doing and they're stuck in like the Mario jump position and they're just floating across the map. <laughs> it looks <laughs> it's it it's terrible. It's terrible game design. It's it's horrible that they this is in the game that they haven't been able to fix this. But it's also incredibly amusing to me because to me it does. That's what it looks like because they always seem to get stuck in this. Their, their animation seems to get stuck in a position where their arms seem to be out and their legs are kind of. So it looks like the doing, yeah, bang, bang, the the Mario jump. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me being a boomer. And so every time I see it, I'm just I'm amused by by it. Um, but they've reduced the occurrences, so now I. I am going to enjoy this game 50% less. Um, well, well, however, by whatever factor they've reduced it, clearly they haven't even fixed it because they just says right there, reduced occurrences. So it's something they're still working on, obviously. Uh, various visual adjustments uh, and fixes for specialists. Okay, I should have edited that one out. Fixed an issue where jumping... Uh, so okay, this is an issue. Fixed an issue where jumping would be buffered if holding jump when trying to stand up from crouch or prone pose. Okay, so basically somehow you you would unintentionally jump once you came out of the kneeling or, or prone position. Croucher. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's it buffered. So like it had it queued up for as soon as you get out of that crouching or, or prone position, you you would just jump you know, unintentionally. Uh, not the end of the world, but I mean, obviously, if you're trying to get away from uh, being shot at, that's that can be uh, detrimental. Fixed an issue where setting the always... This is an interesting one. Good fix. Uh, I don't have it turned on to always be on, but I will now, now that there's a fix here. Fixed an issue where setting the always traversal sprint option would sometimes not allow the player to tra to traversal sprint with the intended speed. So great. So hey, <laughs> turn this on, okay. but it doesn't work. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. be interested to see how that works because I turned on 
traversal sprint on always. always traversal sprint on a toggle, especially with how big these maps are. Right. So I'll be interested to see if it is noticeable or not. Yeah, because I've sure. been doing that about a week now. There you go. Um, so yeah, I'll probably turn that on too. Um, and then some stuff on the melee, some things they did that decreased the range in which you can melee a player. You can no longer take down a soldier climbing a ladder. Okay. Um, well, fine. You should, probably should be able to take down a soldier climbing a ladder. Because if you're dumb enough to get caught climbing a ladder with someone that close to you, they should be able to pull you off it and fucking knife you, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, yeah. I need that black and red skin for my AK, so well, no, I'm right. just going to fucking shoot them. Oh, uh, well, that too, yeah. Uh, so... Interesting. This is an interesting little one here too. Meleeing unoccupied light vehicles now allows you to slightly push the vehicle, which can help when vehicles get stuck. So okay, but I don't think I've ma- I don't think I've managed to get a vehicle stuck yet in this game. Actually, I've gotten the wildcat stuck kind of like halfway off a ledge on the roof of kaleidoscope because I'm that person <laughs> destroying I'm I am using it for AA using, yeah no you're not don't lie yes I am do not no. lie to the listeners do not no. lie to your audience no you're not I have you're roasting. six no there's 63 <laughs> other people around hey deal with the fucking foot soldiers you're I'll ro- take out some air you are roast, roasting infantry <laughs> you're just ratting you're just ratting that wildcat off so you can get that fucking gun pointed at the ground. <laughs> no, I was trying to back up because oh, it was above funny. me. I couldn't aim up high enough. It was like, uh, oh fuck, oh cool, I'm stuck. I can't, I can't no, boost really? out of this. Oh, that's cool, funny. yeah. Well, okay, but I mean, the only option you would have here. Well, that's not a light vehicle. That's probably no, considered a heavy vehicle, so it wouldn't yeah. really apply but to this. But yeah, that's the only time I've gotten a vehicle. Gotcha. Stuck right. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That I can see of how that would be stuck for sure. Um, I have, yeah, I don't think I've gotten anything stuck. I'll tell, I'll get, you know what else is a good thing? Uh, 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 just right off the bat, that is, um, kind of falls under, you know, you know movement, gunplay, player movement. Ter- terrain navigation in this game is pretty nice. Your, your character, I have not gotten hung up. On things that I would expect to have gotten hung up on in like five and Battlefield Four. You know what I mean? Like little little yeah. ledges, little kind of little tiny changes in elevation you don't get hung up on, which is pretty nice. Yeah. It's actually very and nice. Because it was something super else. Yeah. Annoying. It was really bad. four. Oh yeah. Something I don't remember if it was an issue in five, but I know in one, sometimes you would go to vault over something and you would just go prone. You'd hit your jump button, space bar or A or X or whatever the fuck it is on your respective system. Yeah. And you would jump and then you would just belly dive. You wouldn't go over what you were trying to go over. Okay. I do feel like I have experienced. I do feel like I have, yeah, I experienced that on occasion in in one. Yeah. So that was a problem, right. And it kind of had, and yeah, and in four, one and five, holy fuck, there were so many times where like a, you, a seemingly small elevation change and your fucking character would stop running. It's like, what, I really have to jump over this game? Fucking really? Yeah, and in this four game, was the worst about it too. Oh, four was absolutely the worst. So bad. 
and they've definitely improved on that in this game. Terrain navigation for your character is pretty nice. Um, it still gets a little bit dicey, like, you know, kind of when you reach steep ledges of, but even not so bad. I found I've managed to vault up parts of like cliffs and ledges that I would not have thought I could, you know, uh, vault and, and get myself up on, but you can. So, I mean, credit where credit's due for as much any problems, as many problems there is with this game. That's one thing they really got pretty polished and down pat is, is terrain navigation for your character. It's pretty good. It's, it's, it's pretty nice, which is one of the things is, is, you know, uh, negative. Well, as much, as much of the uh, and things that Enders has said about the game, one things he has absolutely uh, said is a positive in this game is, is movement and gunplay is, is, is pretty good in this game. So, um, so that's pretty good. And so that kind of goes along with what we're talking about. Um, and, the, uh, and so they fixed this bug. I didn't try it. I kind of wish I would have because it looked funny. It was not particularly useful. But uh, Nate Gibson, I saw Nate Gibson doing it on stream. And uh, I think a couple other videos. Did you happen to catch any video of this happening? Yeah, I've seen video yeah, of it. Yeah, so you could... Um, so it fixed an issue where players were able to gain velocity by hopping on... And then off of a ladder, like, and I think you had to hit melee, like, as you were hopping off or something. I don't know how exactly yeah, how they did it. I don't know. I but didn't do case, it. What you would do is, like, you'd do this combination of hopping off the ladder and then hitting melee, and your character would just fucking yeet across the map at, like, light speed. <laughs> it was pretty wild looking. So, but they fixed that, so you can't do that anymore. Um, okay, so that's it. There we go, boys and girls. There's our fucking two holy shit nearly three no two hour episode on update number update number three uh and that brings you uh that brings you up to speed on everything in this update um more to come on this we'll, we'll we probably will do another episode i don't know if we'll do necessarily do a broadcast but that was a very interesting spreadsheet about the weapons so I, we would like to bring you information about all the weapons and the damage and time to kills and ranges and all that stuff. It had a lot of really good information, so maybe we'll do that. So, um, so closing thoughts real quick. Today was a crazy. Today was a really crazy day in the world of of Battlefield and the world of Dice. Um, lots of talk. <clears throat> the Discord was super active today. Super active. Yeah. People talking about the the update. There's lots of talk about the game in general. Um, and I've got a quick paragraph here. Just to sort of address all the kind of talk that about the game and in the in the direction it's taking, in the direction that Dice is gonna go with this game in the future. And what I think a lot of people an award win oh, an award winning episode for sure, Rob Dog. I mean it's not even a question, right? All the awards. Um you gotta understand you have to really kind of you got to grab some perspective here folks you got to grab some perspective because if a lot of you are younger people and one of the one of the one of the pitfalls of being a younger person is lack of perspective just simply due to the fact that you just haven't been on this earth for as long as a boomer like myself right that doesn't mean you're not intelligent that doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about that doesn't mean you're not a critical thinker it doesn't mean other things but perspective, pers a, a certain perspective just gives you an angle to look at issues, you know, in life and in general, right? And 
I'm not giving, I'm not, I'm not about to give you a life lesson. My point here being is you kind of have to have some, some perspective about the landscape of games these days. And we've, we talked about this last episode a little bit in the last 10 years, the landscape of, of, of gaming has changed drastically. And I mean, drastically, and you all know what they are. You've all, you've all experienced it firsthand free to play games loot boxes, battle passes, seasonal updates, content updates, you know, all this kind of stuff. And they all, that, 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 that's definitely within the orbit of your multiplayer first person style shooter games. Um, not necessarily first person though. Um, you know, uh, what are your, your MOBAs, your dungeon crawler, right? League of Legends, Heroes of the Storm. Those were huge your team fortress style games overwatch all this stuff it's it's all it's all part of this sea change that in game development and all of this is directly reflected in what we're seeing happening with battlefield 2042 they're AAA, AAA developers AAA studios they spent trust me these these people know these these developers and these studios they know they they were around in the doldrums of days of video game development when you had they you wanted these big budgets to create these really nice video games and then when the people who fronted the money the publishers you know were like cool this game's great and it sold a whole bunch of copies but once the, the copies stopped selling it was like this made a good amount of money but like you know not that much, and we can't really keep paying you guys to make these kinds of games because it's just not profitable. This, this is all I've talked about this in 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 previous podcasts as well. the 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 direction these studios are going to take, or uh, this is this is what we've got now from AAA Studios. It's just they're 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 trying to do their best to appeal to mass audience, and Dice has absolutely been taking notes. And I mean, Electronic Arts has been taking notes on obviously for a long time. FIFA, right? Uh, uh, Battlefront Two, all of these games, right? Uh, and this, the reason oh, this game is going to feel so much different to a lot of you is because this really is going to be the most accessible Battlefield title, and that's the whole point of it. That's the whole point of it, is it to make it more. And yeah, it's you know what? Look, it is it is it the Battlefield game. We wanted, no, probably not. But the Battlefield game that we wanted, that we really want, is not going to appeal to to a large audience. It's just not. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to appeal to a large audience. And you can whine and you can mold all you want about it, and it's just not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. You're not gonna change fucking Electronic Arts CEO's mind about it because they've got a bottom line to protect. That's just all there is to it. And I mean, look. And I'm not, I'm not telling, I'm not criticizing anyone for being critical of, I'm not criticizing anyone for being too critical of the game or being negative about the game. It's completely subjective business. It's your opinion. You feel how you feel about it. And that's fine. This is just a, this is just a little PSA to just let you know that it's just, it, this is the landscape of gaming now. It just is. And now we can, you know, like I said, if this game if they don't improve something and this game is still in, in its current state, I'm enjoying playing the game. 
but I'm enjoying playing it. But if it doesn't improve vastly in the next six months, I I don't know how much I'll enjoy playing the playing this game. I'm enjoying playing it. To the like I said, I'm I found myself. I imagine you've experienced kind of the same thing. I found myself uh, getting done with games and thinking, oh, wow, that was pretty fun. Had some pretty good firefights there. Had a good firefight around Stadium. Like I, I talked about yeah. this last part, I think. Had some pretty good firefights around Stadium. Had some pretty good firefights around, um, you know, this area. Oh, man, that was pretty fun. I, got, I had a really good run in the helicopter, right? You know, I had a really good run. Took out some armor. Really kind of, um, really put a, uh, uh, through a monkey wrench in uh, their attempt to uh, to break through to the sector or whatever. Or really, you know, those kind of battlefield things. Now, I can tell you for a fact that once, like, say, BF4 was in its, like, best playable state, I still haven't had as much fun as I had playing BF4 in its most playable state. I tell you what, I had a ton of fun playing Battlefield 4. There's no question. Lots of, I mean, just, you know, whether it was just doing tank stuff or or just, you know, in Zavod 311, the way the maps worked and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, but I'm having enough fun in this game now to still enjoy it. But like I said, unless they, if they follow through on the improvements they're talking about making and I'm really enjoying myself, you know, six months from now, then I will say like, okay, this game's in a much better place now. It's too bad that it's not in a better place than it is now. Of course it's not. Like you were saying, you've said it before and you, and you're even, you're a younger person than I am. And you're even somewhat conditioned to realize now that like, cause and you've, you've said it yourself. Games just don't come out in the state. They, no. like I said earlier, single player games. Yes. But single player games are a whole different animal. This kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. These sort of games, they just don't come out in the state they used to in the past. Yeah. Right. So anything, yeah. uh, and, anything else you want to yeah. add there? Um, I'm just kind of going with off of Rob Dog here. They're targeting casual players. It's the same yeah. kind of thing like Need for Speed or Forza Horizon versus iRacing or Assetto Corsa. One is a very casual arcade game, and one is cool. You need a three to five hundred dollar minimum <laughs> yeah. racing wheel to even moderately enjoy the the experience. Right. They're, they're two totally different things. If you want something that's kind of more, a little more hardcore, you almost have to go with a Tarkov or a Hell Let Loose or a World War Three. And they're out there, yeah. Yeah, there's there's such a difference in what these big AAA game studios and publishers want versus what the smaller indie teams are going after. There's There's just too much money for... EA or Activision or Ubisoft to to make something hardcore because it's not going to appeal to people. It's going to be too hard. The barrier to entry is too high. There's yep. there's too many other things that will prevent the people that they want to get the game who have disposable cash to spend on microtransaction skins and exactly. whatever. Exactly. So, and you just sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that was that was about it. Okay, no, and and you just used a term that's probably thrown a, a, around a lot inside the industry: barrier to entry. Right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So, um, Orphic Blue, thanks for the follow, man. Appreciate you uh, stopping by. 
Sorry, you said hi in the chat earlier, man. Sorry I didn't say hi to you, but we were fucking into it, right? We were just zoned in on uh, these patch notes. Thanks for the follow, man. And uh, thanks for joining the Discord. I'm pretty sure you joined the Discord, right? Or maybe you didn't. I don't know. I thought I feel like I recognize your name in the Discord. If you didn't, you absolutely did join the Discord. Let's fucking go. Uh, yeah, barrier to entry. All these things. Uh, they're just, yeah. It, it's... I mean, appealing to the mass audiences, and it's like, and like you said, the, the the these the games though that like some of these people are pining for are out there, but they're just yeah. not going to be made by triple A studios anymore. They're just not. They're not going to no, do it. Not. They four four was pretty accessible, but four was four had plenty of things about it that you know was. You know, uh, I, I'm still surprised that people played that game on a, on a console. I don't know how the hell you played that game on a console with everything that you had available to do. I don't know how you did all that on a controller um, and then did the kind of things that, we, you know, anyway. So, yeah, it's just it, you're just not going to get those kind of things from AAA studios anymore. Not that you really did in the past. I mean, they weren't. Yeah. Five Battlefield five Battlefield four. None of the Call of Duty games are particular. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I just don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I'm, we're, we're going to wrap up here and because I'm not going to try to figure out what people want out of a battlefield game. I mean, they make it pretty clear on social media that they feel like, Oh, this isn't battlefield as, Oh, it's a fucking, it's just like they, a lot, so many people, I see so many people saying, saying, Oh, it's a COD yeah. clone. Oh, they're trying to be COD. It's like, no, they're really kind of trying to bring the battlefield series uh, to a broader uh, audience, yeah, to a broader audience, and, and to make it feel like a, a a game as accessible as Call of Duty, which is incredibly accessible. Call of Duty yeah. is super, and that's the reason why it's so fucking uh, uh, successful. It's because of how accessible it is, and that's what a barrier to entry has always kind of been an, an issue for Battlefield for sure, based because of the kind of game it is. And I'll t and if I had to say like what we've got currently with 2042 barrier the barrier to entry has definitely been kind of taken down yes it's 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 catering the casuals it's care it's catering to a to a broader audience but there's still enough stuff going on that feels like a battlefield game to me you know yeah in the right you know uh, yeah, there's it, big maps there's combined <sighs> arms right crazy shit you can do yeah, the sandbox stuff. Wingsuit right. out of a helicopter. Yeah. Pop a parachute, snipe three people, right. and then carry on with whatever I was doing. Yeah, right. so, exactly. Which is kind I of can one understand of the some people's concerns, I but can at the too. same time, I can I, too. Absolutely. I don't. Absolutely. But like I said, but like I said, in its it's pretty anemic in its current state as to what's going yes. on. There's just the there's just the conquest and there's the breakthrough, hazard zone, portal. It's so they the, it, it, the game needs to get um bolstered bolstered with more content more sort of look i'm just i'm i'm in there i'm in with the grind you know to grind stuff i did it with destiny and destiny 2 i'll, I'll do it again cuz especially with a battlefield game i mean battlefield's my fucking jam battlefield's my number one game ever you know so they even took some of the grind out because you can go and fight bots yeah. and get all of your weapon <laughs> attachments. Exactly, which is a little bit of a different kind of a grind, just an easier grind. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right, that's it tonight. That's it for tonight, boys and girls. This was another award, another award-winning episode of the Objective of Battlefield podcast. 
Don't forget to follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dubfire33, twitch.tv slash only slightly bad. Absolutely go follow him and myself. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching. I appreciate everyone. Uh, we do, in fact, have a, dis uh, a Discord. Of course, we have a Discord. Join the fucking Discord. Check the fucking show notes. Always check the show notes because all the links are all in there. You're never going to remember, you know... You I know everyone loves the sound of my dulcet tones, right? But just because you do love the sound of my dulcet tones doesn't mean you're going to remember that I told you to join a Discord or or follow someone or other. Because because guess what? It's all in the show notes. You just go right in there. You just click on it with your dumb finger or your mouse or whatever. So check the show notes. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash play the objective. It's there simply to support the podcast out of the kindness of your big dumb heart. Um, I... As we're going, I'm 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 formulating things for bonus content for for our wonderful patrons that we do have, and for possible future patrons if you want to support us. Uh, so check out uh, Patreon.com/slash/PlayTheObjective, um, and of course, thank you to our wonderful patrons, Mr. Rise and Shine and Aussie Menace, our Captain level patrons. Thank you very much, boys. We know you love you guys. Uh, Rob Dog, Noped, Junk Pup and Jaren, the Iron Ranger, our five-star generals. We love you, boys. And, of course, our boy Devin. See you later, boy. Our general of the army patron. Let's fucking go, you guys. You guys are huge brain-wonderful individuals for supporting us in this dog shit podcast. Get absolutely scammed. Uh, Evan, thank you, sir. Have a good night. Yep, you too. Deuces. Deuces. Rob Dog, Orphic Blue, everyone, for everyone that uh, hung out in uh, Twitch tonight. Thank you, everyone. Uh, love you all. Um, keep an eye out for possibly another episode this week. I don't know. Let's talk about those weapons. Everyone stay safe out there. We'll see you next time.